0: Hello and welcome to Please Watch This, you lovely, valued, treasured listener. Uh, this is our end-of-year retrospective. It's an unusual episode. Hugh, do you feel a bit uh, queasy and uh, queer? Uh, no. Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, just Sam Blakely, as always, Hugh is here with me as well, Hugh Dempsey. Hello. We, not a normal intro, because we're assuming if you listen to this, you listen to the show. Uh, you know, you know we, the drill. Yeah. We recommend films to each other that one of us hasn't seen before. Uh, we've, we've watched 46 films this year, Hugh, for the podcast. Isn't that fantastic? Van Dabby Dozy, mate. Oh, it's, it yeah, <laughs> we've watched uh, an absolute shed load of them, haven't we? Quite a few. Uh, almost one a week. Almost one a week. We've had a few special episodes and a three-parter at the start of the year and uh, all kinds of extraneous variables, but uh, fundamentally 46 films... We're doing a little ret- retrospective. Have a look back over our feed if you want. Uh, also have a look at Letterboxd. I am shmam121 if you do want to look that up, but you don't have to. Um, we've done 46 films. Essentially what we're going to do is see what we liked, see what we didn't like, have a little quiz about it, and uh, and see you on your merry way.
1: Yeah, we've basically we're doing a, our top ten films from the podcast each this year, basically. So we're going to do top ten films, and then we're going to do bottom five films and then we're going to do favorite scene, favorite line, favorite shot and uh, and
0: at the end we're going to have a little quiz, aren't we? Yeah, we are. we're going to quiz each other's knowledge of all these films we've looked at. Now I, I think I've made yeah. Yeah, I've made all my quiz questions about films I recommended. I'm hoping you've done the same. Uh, well, on. I
1: would it be difficult for me to make quiz questions about uh, films that I haven't uh, I had I didn't recommend although I just took questions from previous episodes
0: ah see I I didn't because some of them are so specific And but well, well, you know what, what does this all to get to so you, in, in about three hours so you hours, wrote new I mean, questions so you wrote new questions for the most part because a lot of them are so Bloody
1: specific hell. Because it's, it's asking, <laughs> the idea was meant to be like testing what we remember so specific fair enough.
0: but we'll see we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes anyway yeah. Um, yeah. so Hugh quick looking back at the year what what's it been like being a film podcaster in this uh, weird year of 2020 Different, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a difficult
1: year for a lot of people, myself included. Um, I've missed going to the cinema a lot. I think I've been once this year, and that me and you went to go see Tenet Mm. So, um, and that it wasn't the best cinema, to be honest. It wasn't the best circumstances. (laughs)
0: Um, The sound, (laughs) the mix, but that was the sounds just fucking awful,
1: isn't it, on that film? But um, yeah, I enjoyed the film. It's a good film. Um, I don't know if it's Nolan's one of his best, but it's definitely not. It's not one of his worst. We did a whole episode
0: is... on that. You can uh, listen back. We did. The we did. Months. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, other than that, we've uh, we've done some good episodes. I think we've uh, had some people on that we don't necessarily know hmm. IRL, as yeah. they
0: say. Yeah, we got to be good friends with Dakota from ContraZoom Pods. We had Harry mm. on uh, for Return of the Jedi. We had Kit on yeah. for us, boys. We've, we've made some good links. And, uh, you know, here's so many more years of the, the podcast. It's been quite a fun... I mean, it helps that we we record remotely already. Uh, so we were yeah. set up for that eventuality, thankfully.
1: Yeah, it would have been more difficult if we... Saw each other all the time. Absolutely. Although
0: we could have maybe been e- in each other's bubble, I guess. I just think our lives would have been more difficult if we saw each other all the time. I just, uh, it's just not generally more difficult. Once a, week, <laughs> once a week, remotely is all we need. <laughs> just once or twice a year, yeah. I don't know perfect. about you, Hugh, but I am, I'm ready to get into this. I'm really, yeah. I'm really eager to find out.
1: So, do you want to go first or shall I go first? Who's, who, want, who wants to go in what order?
0: Um, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you go first. So, listen, right. we're going to do our top ten. We did think about doing our top five uh, Sam films and top five Hugh films, because I sort of assumed that my top five would definitely be five films I recommended, because they are, by definition, films I love and, and vice versa. But no, Hugh, Hugh made a very good point that actually it'd be interesting to see them all conglomerated into one big, giant mess of great films. Mm. Hugh, give us your tenth favourite film of the 46. So, the film I picked for number ten... 10- was a film, I think we. I'll t- I can
1: tell you now exactly when we released it, because I've got the old podcast list up here right now. Stalling. And He's stalling, is <laughs> I am stalling a little Elong- bit, because his
0: words I've just got 48 to find seconds it. I've already. gone past it now. <laughs> Fucking I
1: can does it matter? This, it's fine. So we did this in June. I'm glad I I'm am um, waited for that information. We did, and we had, we had a f- couple of guests on. I think we had Ben and uh, Baxter Baxter, on for this one so you know the film already yeah because that's the only film where we've had I think four people in the pod yeah so you already know the film and that film is the 2004 film Primer uh, recommended to me by you obviously and Ben and we got on uh, Baxter the uh, Shane Carruth Carruth, Carruth however you pronounce that, the world's cheapest made film that looks actually (laughs) like Good quality. Um, yeah, I was I was saying to you off air that perhaps perhaps it maybe wasn't my top 10 favourite film that we've looked at, but it was definitely in the top 10 for me because it's one of the more interesting films, a bit like Anonymous. Do you know what I mean? It was something that, you know, we did like a, probably, a, I think we did a two hour podcast, didn't we? Yeah. Just trying to.
0: Four people, and a lot of it was not even how good the film was, it was the mechanics of it. And, yeah, uh, and even. implications.
1: S- Six months later, I am still trying to figure that film out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like you say, it's not that it's such an enjoyable film, because it's not actually that enjoyable to watch, especially not the first time, maybe even the second time, it's a bit of a stretch. It could be a bit... They could have been a bit more...
1: They could have explained themselves a bit better, I think. (laughs) And I know Shane Cruz prides himself on being able to, you know, have all these, like, really amazing, technically detailed films, and like the first fucking, what, 25 minutes of the film is literally them building the machine, and just just two engineers. Nothing makes (laughs)
0: sense. They don't don't hold your hand through any of it, do they? So, question, is this on your top ten list? It is in my top ten list. Would you like to guess where it is? I hope it's not number one. (laughs) It's not number one. (laughs) Is it inside the top five? It's number five. Oh,
1: it's number five.
0: five. Yeah. Again, hard to rate, because the films that i've ranked it higher than it's yeah. not a better film than those but yeah i just i really i love it more than those films yeah um, i think so yeah, you love a, what it is
1: i think it's one of those films isn't it that it it asks questions that can't be easily answered doesn't it
0: yeah it's not a, it's not a saturday night entertainment film it's a, it's a sort of puzzle that you enjoy trying to crack or at least watching youtube videos that slowly and patiently crack it for you and explain it for you which oh yeah i the mean the amount of
1: YouTube videos i watched where it was like people with like timelines and yeah. all the different <laughs> exactly. different versions of the main character and the other character uh, was it abe and, abe and aaron. Aaron. what is it sorry aaron Aaron, yeah, I knew it was A B, wasn't it? Because yeah, it's like A, N, a B. B, yeah. So it's such a, such a confusing film, and yeah, a very well, a very well made film as well in terms mm. of the budget it had, and how it managed to make a film that looked like it had at least a couple of million spent on it, and it was actually done for nothing.
0: It was yeah, it was something about seven grand or something like that. I think <laughs> it was five, wasn't it? I, I think it was five thousand dollars. Right, yeah, five thousand I mean, dollars. Which I mean, means, it, you know, most most films spend more than that on one day's catering. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, literally, if you are, like, a young filmmaker out there, this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be a little bit more with inflation since 2005 or whatever. can also
0: cheaper now because you had to pay for Digital. film and that sort of stuff. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Everyone's got, sort of... Essentially, gears. Sam, there is no reason why
1: we shouldn't make a film. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that's it. I really do think it is just... Apathy and time and energy. (laughs) That's the problem. Financially it's not it's not a stumbling block like it used to be. So Nothing. I think that's a really good choice, and interestingly, it is a film that I recommended to you that's in your top ten. So I think that's very promising. Well, for the, uh, I'm going to give a
1: bit of uh, a bit of a surprise here. My f- the weighting of my films is actually 60 40 in favor Ooh. of films that you recommended.
0: What's the question? This podcast was designed to answer: Who has better? Oh, <laughs> well, a... oh, again, whoa. I will caveat that <laughs> with there
1: is a couple of films that I left out of this because it was a bit cliche to have
0: them in it. I oh, come on, don't be yeah. backing out now. No I'm not backing
1: out, but I'm not going to rise to your little ja- your little bar <laughs> Let's <laughs> I go did leave
0: m- my, uh, my number 10.
1: Yeah, go on the number number 10. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now this is
0: this was actually a film recommended to me by a good uh, good Hugh Dempsey. and hello at various times in the lifeline of my list, it, it was higher up. Um, but it's always oh, been in my top ten the whole time. I've been. It was so hard to make this list, by the way, listener. It was yeah. so hard, and then to rank them. I think you struggled with this a bit more than I did, perhaps. But oh, I, I, I actually. I, I can understand. Two, while you were talking two minutes ago, I just changed the order of my list. <laughs> so. How many days did it take you to l- compile it? <laughs> I got to bed around two two thirty. <laughs> so, I'm, number ten on my list was Marriage Story oh that's
1: not on my list
0: really well interesting no, okay yeah no, no, I mean, my top 10 my first part of call was letterboxd i put my score on letterboxd uh for each episode and then i've gone back and like changed some of them and i give that a 4.5 out of five i just thought it was very good very moving well written made me feel feelings and i think that's kind of Ultimately, when I just tried to decide where to put a film, it was which one made me feel feelings rather than which one do I know is a good film because people tell me it's a good film or I know it's supposed to be.
1: Mm, no, I like that choice. It's um, I've got an honourable mentions list and
0: it's in that. Yeah, which is about as long it, as your it, top ten list. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it
1: nearly did. In when I was doing the roughed original rough draft for this, it was in my, it was in there, but. Um, that just slipped out to other films but yeah no it's a um, really well made film really well written well act- I think the acting's really good in it I think um it's a play isn't it in a film form you know it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. a talker but it's not it's not a bad film isn't it it's an interesting I still don't understand why they got divorced <laughs> I think the only thing I would say is that she felt maybe she was living wasn't living her life and she was kind of living his life
0: yeah and they Rather. use LA and New York as a good comparison to kind of illustrate the differences between two characters. Did um, I think Laura Dern maybe won an Oscar for it? Yeah, maybe? best supporting actress. I think yeah. Uh, yeah, those is,
1: of, the two lawyers in that are, are great, aren't they? Alan well, Alder. three lawyers in that film. Wrong. Yeah, who's yeah. Alan is it Alan Older who Alan plays, Alder, plays the yeah. plays yeah. the other one? And he's telling. I love the bit when he's telling the story in the uh, the little the little conference room. Yeah, and he keeps looking at the clock. Yeah. Or the argument that they have when um, he's like, "I hate the fact that I have to know you for the rest of my
0: life." <laughs> Sometimes yeah. he just wishes she was dead. Basically, yeah, it's, it's a mm. yeah, very powerful film. Maybe or when he cuts,
1: when he accidentally cuts himself when the uh, <laughs> the woman, the observing, yeah. the observer from like the I don't know, social services come round. How good he is <laughs> yeah, that bit's brilliant. I really <laughs> okay, like bye that, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he like lays on
0: the floor because he's blood lost, losing blood. <laughs> exactly, and I'd never really seen Adam Driver before. I don't think in anything, um, not more than one film. And yeah, um, yeah, just was fell in love with his performance.
1: I had, well, I think I saw him in Black Klansman before I saw this, so I knew. So I'd seen stuff that he'd done before, and I knew he was a good actor. And obviously, I think, Star Wars. Yeah, I think I saw some. I think I saw him in something before. He was in Star Wars, I'm, I'm sure I did. I can't remember what though, but. Um, yeah, I think for me it was more that Scarlett Johansson can actually do a dramatic she role. She's given a
0: chance to, yeah, do a really dramatic role. And, and we know she's a good actress, but as I think you said at the time, she's been kind of pigeonholed as this kind of sultry, sexy, voiced person. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and often is in sort of superhero films. Uh, but yeah, she really got a chance to, to shine there. How about your number nine, yeah. Hugh? Uh, my number
1: nine is, let's have a look, I was just on Primer, trying to remember the name of the director. Ah, you'll like this one. So my number nine was The Life Aquatic
0: with Steve Zizu. Speaking of uh, Dakota, he was our he was our guest for that show. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just, I, I you know, it's hard not to like. Is it Wes? Is it Wes Anderson films? Wes Anderson, yeah. It? Yeah, it's, I just like Wes Anderson films, and this one's just it's really good. It's really funny. Um, it's really well made. It's got that kind of quirky underwater thing. It's a bit all over the place. It's got good performances from, um, you know, Bill Murray's amazing in it. Um, is it Julianne Moore, isn't it?
0: No, Kate Blanchett.
1: Well, sorry, Kate Blanchett's in it, yeah. She's really good. Um, even just, like, like, really minor support actors who are like big movie stars like Willem Dafoe Jeff Goldblum
0: <laughs> A-lister <laughs>
1: yeah yeah Jeff, yeah Jeff see I even forgot Jeff Goldblum wasn't it yeah. Um, yeah the music's in it's really good where the guy's singing in Portuguese Pelé oh,
0: yeah Sue, uh, Joe, it's a uh... George, <laughs> it's yeah. a hard J, isn't it, with the Portuguese, yeah, no, yeah. I really love that album, I, I really love that film, it's not in my top 10, you'd be surprised to hear, good, uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that we have such almost different top 10s actually, that is what we've <laughs> discovered making this podcast, how different our yeah, opinions
1: are, yeah, I am pleased that we can both pick different films, I knew you'd like The Life Aquatic, mm. it's just funny Sam, it's just a funny film isn't it, it is, I, look, it is. I, I love the bit where he goes, where he's like, I'm 56 or something like that, or he's, I'm 54, what does
0: he say, what age? I think f- you know, fifty four. I think yeah. I, yeah, can't I think in it's the like, context of that line.
1: Yeah, it's. I think it's like where she's like say, oh, someone asks him, he goes, oh, are you planning on retiring soon? He's like, I'm fifty <laughs> <laughs> four.
0: It's a very good film, and, and listener, obviously, we we appreciate that you haven't necessarily seen all of these films, and I think fundamentally, we're trying to avoid spoilers as much as we can. Um, but yeah, I mean, Life Aquatic. It's it's a great cast. It's a powerful emotional film but it's also very twee and wes anderson and has yeah. all the fun, uh, you know the fun prince
1: i mean spoiler alert for this film now but it does have quite a sad ending doesn't it in the fact it does.
0: that yeah we don't we don't have to even specify it if you know the film you'll yeah know it's got fair enough I'll, if you I'll, okay i won't do. spoil it uh, but again that's yeah that's the sort of powerful uh moment yeah. in the film and it, and it kind of completes an arc for angelica houston yeah. as well uh so yeah great film a bit like
1: i mean a bit like sort of like we were saying last week with um kiss kiss bang bang you know there are these even though it's a funny film there are these really gut punching emotional bits in it isn't there
0: yeah yeah exactly it it doesn't make it too lightweight as I said Deadpool was a film that I thought was a bit too lightweight to to really rank as a great film other than just a a funny comedy really Uh, I I like that film it's enjoyable but uh, did, did you feel anything when anybody died or was in peril Well, I I felt it was just more a comedy, so I just enjoyed it for its comedic chops. Whereas Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and Edgar Wright films, they show that you can care about the characters as well as laughing uproariously. Now, my number nine, I know, won't be in your top ten because you called it a, um, what did you call it? You called it a soap opera.
2: Um, Oh, is this Blue Ruin?
0: Yeah, Blue Ruin. I love that film. Uh, So, listener of of the films here... That's probably one of the ones you're least likely to have seen, but if you have seen it, kudos to you. Jeremy Solia's, um film, just really good revenge tale. Very little dialogue for most of it. Very tense, beautifully shot uh, revenge uh, film. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I know you're not a big fan of it, Hugh. Over time, have you grown to like it more or less, or do you just not think about it?
1: I just don't think about it, to be honest. Yeah,
0: that's fair enough. I, di- I didn't. I knew it wasn't... F- for you when you said it wasn't for you. And I've just come to terms with it. It's not that
1: it's... It's not that it's a terrible film.
0: But... I'm just not... I don't know, I'm just not overly impressed by it. Would you like to retract the statement about it being basically a a soap opera?
1: I still think it's a bit of a soap opera.
0: (laughs) That's still a... It maybe
1: doesn't have the melodrama, Mm. but it's... You know, it's just a... It's a revenge plot, in it? That you know, gets a bit out of hand. <laughs> yeah, <a laughs> I would
0: bit. argue. Some guns are involved and stuff, so... You know, if somebody, you don't know doesn't doesn't Green, somebody get their face blown off or something like that? There's a, yeah, there's a few bad things that happen to people, it's fair to say. Uh, but yeah. it's a really good film, shot for very little money again, and... Um, I just... There's, there's nothing new in it. I've, I've got something to say about it. I've got things to say about it later. Okay, okay, we'll get to that then. So it's in the bottom five. Okay, uh, what's your number eight, Number
1: eight... Um, Either they don't know or they don't show, but they don't care about the hood. Boys in the uh, (laughs) hood, no, no, it's uh, (laughs) daily. It's a story. Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, it is boys in the hood. Um, Yeah, I just when I was looking back over my list, I think the it's it's still it's still relevant today. I think that's the main thing that I. It's very relevant today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were almost. We were ahead of the curve, weren't we, almost sadly, we've uh, (laughs) recommended (laughs) this film. Yeah, sorry, George. (laughs) Yeah, good Um, film. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. (laughs) Let's be very very clear about that. Yeah, um, and yeah, just the more I looked at the list and I went, oh, and it's a film I've seen a couple of times even before we watched it and really enjoyed it. And It's um, just a good coming-of-age film, isn't it? And what it's like to live in this ridiculously dangerous place in, you know, quote unquote the civilized world, Mm. you know, yeah, and all the strange stuff about, you know, like more likely to be go to prison or be murdered than you are to go to university or whatever. So, yeah, quite. I I
0: thought it'd be a film that'd be uh, worth mentioning. A very powerful performance from Lawrence Fishburne as well. I thought he was, yeah, he was great. You know, he was. the speech he gives, which you know may feature in your favorite scenes, I don't know. The speech he gives uh, in in front of like a house in development or like in front of a billboard area, and everybody oh, comes yeah. around in <laughs> a weird sort of after-school special kind of way. Yeah, he's basically saying, "Look, that, you know, this is all unfair and inequality is a problem, but we've also got to take a look at what we're doing as well. We've got to stop shooting each other and all this sort of stuff. He gives yeah, a good new ones. Shouldn't be of afraid right? of our own people and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah, which I think is really good, and it's you know it's less victimizing than than actually yeah. shifting a bit but, of
1: focus. Yeah, it's not perfect. As you mentioned there, it feels a bit school-specially, doesn't it? Um, I think, did Easy say
0: that, I think it was? Or... I can't remember. I don't think I've seen yeah, Compton, actually, but somebody, uh, yeah, somebody said it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and I think, is it like Ice Cube's like, he's like 21 or something when he made that film. Yeah, he's not he's the best so actor young. in it, but he's,
0: you know. But he's not, he, he doesn't have to be, on. does he?
1: Because he's, he's playing a authentic well, he's being authentic to who he is, mm-hmm. isn't he? That's where he's from, essentially. Yeah. So, Or he's if he's not from Compton, he's definitely from near, in and around that area,
2: Yeah.
1: or near that area, or something similar. So he's, um, yeah, it's maybe not a stretch. Cooper good and junior, is really good in it. Um, the guy who plays the, the lad who hopefully go, wants to go play football in college, yeah. he's really good in his name. I can't remember off the top of my head. Obviously, Lawrence Fishburne pretty much steals every scene he's in. He does, so furious styles. Yeah, I, I could have watched a like a solo film of him just, Definitely. you know, who this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> 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 stuff like that's really good. Um, yeah, and it's sadly it's so so relevant, isn't it? I think yeah, they could have taken away. Like, I didn't like the bit at the end where it's like, and three weeks later, mm. did, is it Doughboy? Is he called? I think so, yeah. it's like he's was also murdered, and it's like. <laughs>
0: Oh, Very much of the time, that not it? You know, the kind of high school comedies. Uh, white Yeah. Films. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it so goes to on to be the justice of whatever, you know, yeah, supreme yeah. justice.
1: Yeah, it tells you like the um, the college that he ends up going to, doesn't it? Right. Uh, Trey. Is it Trey? Yeah, it's so, Trey, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, which was kind of a bit like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't, don't really care uh, john singleton yeah that's right 23 when he made that film unbelievable yeah he's sad. i think he's passed away now sadly um but yeah so that's
0: my numero eight, number eight. <laughs> my number eight is ben's number one it's the thing we got ben on to do that this uh, this halloween um right the thing has been basically everywhere in my list over the last day or so um just really i think you enjoyed it at least to some extent you know really effective really yes. paranoia inducing so revolutionary so uh, uh visceral because of the great design um you know and gore and all that sort of stuff and you know well, you're never quite sure who the thing is is it on your well, like, top 10
1: it is in my top 10 do you want to know what number it is i'm going to say number seven no, no. What f- it's higher than that. Four? Uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I put it down as number two. Number two. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah.
1: That's how much I enjoyed fantastic. the thing. I was yeah. yeah, blown away at how good it was.
0: What was the, it, what was the key thing? Because obviously there's a whole episode of us talking about it, so we'll boil it down to the key thing then. What was the number one thing you loved about it so much?
1: The te- I like the tension in the film. I right. like the tension. Um, I like... Yeah, like pretty much the, just the way it's. I I thought it, it it's not what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, you know, because it's um. What's the what's the director called of the film? It's John the, Carpenter. Br- yeah, because it's John Carpenter. And what did he do before? He did Halloween. What else has he done? He's done. So
0: before this, he also did. What, and
1: what's he done since?
0: So he did um. <clears throat> Scream. That's Wes Craven. That's where Craven, isn't it? Scream. <laughs> I always confuse the two. So Nightmare and Elm yeah, Street, I, mean, I think, was... I'll have a look. <laughs> we, can, we can have a look,
1: can't
0: we? Uh... Yes, yeah, I think John yeah.
1: Carpenter died, didn't he? But where's No. Yeah,
0: so Halloween was the, the big West one. Wes Craven's thing. died, hasn't he? Wes Craven died yeah. quite recently, yeah. Halloween's but, the big uh... one, really. Um, but obviously since that, did a few others. But the thing in... Oh, Escape from L.A. and New York...
1: Halloween, yeah, Escape from LA. Um, I
0: mean, Big Trouble in Little China. Did you say you hadn't seen that?
1: No, I've seen bits of it over the years, but I've oh, not seen it, seen on it. on the list,
0: if it's not there yeah. already.
1: Um,
0: yeah, I think Halloween is basically, Halloween and The Thing are the, basically the two big ones he's known for. Um, yeah, it's China. just
1: his, it's just the way they build attention. Yeah. And obviously you've got good performances from all the, the, you know, the ensemble cast. Oh yeah, he did the film Vampires back in the 90s after uh, Escape from LA. So, yeah, I think I was, I had a very specific view of how John Carpenter makes his films. So when I saw the thing, I was, because I'd seen Escape from New York, I'd seen Escape from LA, I'd seen Vampires a couple of times. So when I saw this, it was this tonal shift in it was a bit more somber. Mm. It wasn't Like, you know, there's a bit where I think in Escape from L.A., Pliskin's riding, is surfing (laughs) on a big (laughs) wave. (laughs) It's really daft. That doesn't sound in
0: character, does it? I don't think I've seen either of those escape films in full. But I have played Uh, played uh, Metal Gear Solid, so... (laughs) Yeah, I
1: mean, they're worth a watch, but I don't know if I'd recommend them.
0: No, maybe I'll just find myself uh, one lazy Sunday.
1: uh, I don't think they've aged amazingly. Mm Right be a fair assessment oh, but yeah no I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost disappointed that it's come up so soon but yeah I had uh, the thing as my number two yeah just, it's
0: I, been I think it's been as high as fourth at various times and just been shoveled around uh, some things so what number was that out. your
1: number was that just your eight my then, number
0: yeah? eight so number seven Hugh <coughs> excuse me um, but number seven so this Hugh. is a
1: yeah another film you recommended um, I think a film you recommended to me many years ago now actually when I think about it was Misery
0: Ah, good film. That is also yeah. number Seven. Funnily
1: enough. Oh, so we can talk both yeah, talk about can. it. Yeah, yeah um, it's just it's just a solid little film isn't it. There's no. It's all pretty much takes place mm, basically, in one, basically a
0: two-hander in basically yeah.
1: one room. Yeah, in a little house, it's got you've got the little couple who go and well, they're not they're not little couple. It's the, the, <laughs> the sheriff isn't it, and his, wife, his yeah. and his wife who are trying to help, and then. Yeah it's awful like when you get shot and all that spoiler alerts sorry. people but yeah. So, yeah
0: misery you know it's Stephen King a Stephen King novel that's been adapted and and just yeah just really good like you say it's it's such a small film in the sense of one room two people basically other than the sheriff and a couple of others um but it's uh, for those who don't know it's you know the, the writer he's injured in a car crash and his his number one fan uh, is the one who rescues him and basically finds out he's trying to kill off her favorite character and she's clearly this horribly repressed psychopathic, you know, uh, little girl. She had a vote really. Nixon, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like um, Nixon. Bookmark, yeah, yeah. Like Nixon. Sort of, I don't know what she is. She shows that
1: you don't have to be physically imposing to be terrifying.
0: Yeah, the guy is he can't move, and she makes again. I mean, you all know this, but I just want to. You know, she makes sure he doesn't move <laughs> when she's yeah, back
1: yeah it's just awful isn't it and she's forcing him to write and yeah and it's yeah it's good again great tension because I mean I assumed that he probably wasn't going to die but you don't know that you know while you're watching the film because it's not
0: one could... of a sequel it's you know you know it's Stephen King it could be pretty dark <laughs> in the way yeah. it
1: i'm just trying to remember what actually
0: happens to her in the end does she get shot does she well shoot? again does we, we try to him? avoid spoilers so we won't we won't get into the, the final well we could have
1: a little scene. spoiler warning look if you're uh be sensitive to these things and you haven't seen it stop listening now come back to us in about a well, minute well
0: i mean does it matter does it matter yeah it does to me because i want to talk about it <laughs> so what happens to her in the end does he shoot sure. her spoiler alert uh yes she dies at the end but he he, at the end is convinced that she's still around so he's at a restaurant it's all fine his leg's not great and the waitress says oh I'm your number one fan any, yeah, uh, yeah he's got, a bit, got a bit of a, a complex about that. <laughs>
1: yeah, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> a
0: little bit. Um, well, that's, is there anything more you want to say about misery? No, no. A, again, listen, there's a whole episode on that. It was quite early in the year. Well, Let's I mean, I mean there's episodes <laughs> on
1: all these films, Sam. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like we, we, do, we we'll do I mean, we, we can stop now maybe. if you like. We could just, read <laughs> just the list, list them. <laughs> yeah, and then they can go f- listen for themselves. Um, so number six, which for me was actually. It's a bit of a surprise entry actually. I wasn't expecting this to be my number 6. Um I've gone with Snowpiercer.
0: Interesting. Uh, okay, yeah. The
1: Bong, Bong Joon-ho yeah. Ho Bong Joon-ho. Um 2013 directed um film about a train but it's not about a train. It might be <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory some people have suggested. Um oh, Yeah, I, like I just trailer. think it's a brilliant film. It's like it's got some great dialogue, great action. It's got a great premise. Um, it's got good performances from people maybe who you wouldn't even expect to... Like, you've, you've got Tilda Swinton in there and Ed Harrison. You think, oh, well, they're pretty they're acting heavyweights. But, you know, Chris Evans comes in and kind of actually steals the show a bit. I know he's the main character, but he's, uh, he's actually really good in that film. He'd been
0: known for lightweight comedies, really, and, and superhero films at, at yeah. that
1: point. Yeah, and as much dramatic... Heft those superhero films, try and imbue in their films. They they don't always hit the mark. Mm. Um, they find it difficult at times.
0: Well, they they sort of also have to be made to a twelve, you know, at most, don't they? So yeah, yeah then they're, they're, they're not going to be quite as hard hitting as say, Eating Babies. Uh, no,
1: yeah. So yeah, I was uh, genuinely genuinely enjoyed that film. Watching it again, um, I think I, I think it'd only been about a year since I'd seen it between watching it, so. Yeah, I'm glad that you enjoyed it as well. I think that was one of those that I wasn't sure if you enjoyed because it it's kind of a, it's a bit of a weird film in the in the sense that, um, like it it's ultra violent mm. in a very specific way, and like it does have a bit of like fantasy about it. Like there's the bit where the the, the security guard and um, Curtis, Chris Evans' character, they see each other, like, across the train and the train's on, like, a curve and, like, they start shooting at each other really oh, accurately, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that, you know, it's stuff like that that you might think's a bit,
0: it's, a bit it's, silly. It's third act, um, you know, what's the word, it's been sort of, it's been uh, sped up. Uh, you know?
1: Yeah. There's, there's just little things in it, isn't there, that are a bit, that are a bit strange where, um, like I think when they first like get through a few of the compartments, and then they go past the food car, and then there's all the like the soldiers or whatever waiting for them, yeah. and they start and they start fighting, and then they wait t- and then they wait till they get to the tunnel to do all the like the stuff in the dark. It's like well, why don't you just wait till why well, don't you just wait a bit they longer? Have the night no, but why? That's what I mean. Like. Could oh, they have not it... stopped them getting in until they had the until night vision? <laughs> yeah, they seem listen. to, you know, it's it's a, that's what I mean. It's stuff like that where it's like, you know, like I said, it's ultra violent in a very specific way. Although I did notice that when they were going through the train compartments, it didn't actually show where the, the first class train riders, where they, it didn't show where they slept. It only showed where they could like go to the sauna and go to like rave and take drugs and things. Good point. Yeah, it's I'll, a thing I'll, ask,
0: I'll ask Bong next time I see him. Um, yeah. Now, that didn't make my top 10. Basically, everything in did my top not. 10 was at least a 4.5 or higher. And I gave that a 4. So I did like it. So it's definitely not in my bottom five. But, yeah, I think... Did it, you give that a 4? About a 5. About 5? Out of 5. About five. Out of five. Uh, so an 8 out of 10. All oh, right. right. Talking letterbox ratings again, yeah. So, it's you know, it's not oh, right. too far from <laughs> my, It's probably in my top 20, but, yeah, not, I just... Didn't love it, uh, but I really liked it. For me, my uh, number six was Fargo, Coen Brothers Fargo. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and had your brother on for that? We did, good old Joe. Uh, we haven't had him on for a while, actually. We'll have to get him back pretty soon. Did Fargo make your top ten, Hugh? It did, Sam, it
1: did. It got my number four. Fantastic. So I made it into your yeah. top five twice. Yeah, because... L- low hanging fruit when you pick the F- Coen Brothers, isn't it? <laughs> well, just... especially when
0: it's in Fargo, yeah. What's the film? Yeah. Just, what is it
1: that you good. like about Fargo?
0: I mean, it's like most Coen Brothers films, it's got a great, quotable script, interesting. I mean, the main thing we talked about was the, the side. It's kind characters. of funny looking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The minor characters that you remember. You'd never remember so many characters that only have one or two lines from any other film other than like Coen's brother films, like the woman who says kind of funny, like, in, you know, she's in, yeah. this, she's in it for all of a minute. Yeah. How about you?
1: Yeah, it's um, the reason I put it, it's four and tied my top five was because it's just a brilliant film, it's so funny, the dialogue's well written, you know, you mentioned it, the characters, how they, they take, they're very good at having things being very parochial. Yeah. yeah Do you know exactly. what I mean? You know, exa- like this film is set very specifically in like Minnesota, isn't it? Yeah, oh. It's got
0: that, um, you know, the guard kind of small town parochial, but meets kind of big, big city drama. Yeah. Character.
1: Like, cause it's like a, it's a murder, it's a murder film essentially, isn't it? Those it's Murders. A- yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh did you find something there no just think i'm gonna barf <laughs> and it's got that, that that accent and um what is it they always say
0: uh like something like right you are or something like that oh <laughs> oh you betcha but you um, betcha ragged, yeah. yeah there's all those little you betcha yeah, little local colloquialisms and, and just all the
1: bit yeah like just the bit where the um when the uh the other detective goes to see that guy who sees something suspicious and he, <laughs> he tells the dialogue a little monologue yeah and he's like oh i don't normally go up there on tuesdays <laughs> but i did that or something like that. i can't remember what he says yeah. but it's like you didn't need to show that they could have literally had a scene where oh i spoke to so and so and he said this happened yeah. but they imbue that character it gives you that don't
0: field, they... isn't it for the for the town
1: yeah it's so good oh, yeah. it's such a good film oh, yeah. um is it... Oh,
0: what's her first name? Frances. Frances McDormand. She's brilliant in it, isn't she? She's a, such a strong character and a pregnant, heavily pregnant character who doesn't give birth by the end in the third act. Yeah, I think, yeah I it's that so weird, of, isn't it? Yeah. Let's, let's normalise that a little bit.
1: It's like the Chekhov's gun used, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. In a way, yeah. that, like any other film... But that's it. Any other film would have had some dramatic thing happen and then... Oh no! I think I'm going into labour. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, that would be spoiler, an added you know, Redacted sees a character in a wood chipper, and oh no! <laughs> yeah, that's it. But yeah, uh, and that, then it... that's the third act.
1: Yeah, it would have added more to it, wouldn't it? But uh, but they don't jo- they don't pull that trigger because they know it's too it's too easy. You know, it's too yeah, exactly. too.
0: And, if, yeah. and you've seen it a million times, so it's, it's not yeah, really easy. yeah.
1: And but then again, because it's the Coen Brothers, you probably think they could pull it off,
0: yeah, <laughs> and make it yeah. interesting. I mean, so. it would, yeah, they would, but they, they just uh, well, it doesn't really fit the film all that much. No. Well, that's our top fives I th- oh, well, that's sorry, now that's our five to ten. I think it's it worth well, having a little break now, give the give it them is. A, a little little chill time. Um, yeah, we'll come back for our top five of the year. Although we know two of Hughes, uh, and <laughs> oh, one of mine. But we'll come back for our top fives of the year. Uh, yeah, come back in thirty seconds. Welcome back to Please Watch This. We're now going to do our five to one. Let's do a quick recap then of our ten to five. Mine was at number ten, Marriage Story. Number nine, Blue Ruin. Number eight, The Thing. Number seven, Misery, and number six, Fargo. Oh yeah. yeah. Number ten, then for you, King to five.
1: Yep. So I had Primer. Then number nine was The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizu. Number eight was Boys in the Hood. Number seven, we both shared that, was Misery. Uh, number six was Snowpiercer, and then we also found out that my number four was Fargo, and my number two was a thing. So my uh, five, three, and one. are Still <laughs> yeah, up for grabs. Exactly. Still We, out we there. know my number five. I was, is I was Prime, just thinking.
0: So my number four. One to four. We are do. Grabs.
1: Yeah. So we. Yeah, we do indeed. But so, but I'm interested to see. Uh, you, Fargo didn't make your top five, so I'm kind of. Obviously, I know primers in there,
0: but I'm wondering which four films it's a really it. interesting one when you try and when you try and say okay this film is a 10 out of 10 so it has to go above this one but you go oh is it better than that is you know Fargo is, is misery better than the thing etc etc so yeah let's cracker right out and into it so you say we know your number 4 but we don't know your number 5 so we know my f- number 5 4 and 2
1: so my number 5 uh, it's still a classic it this, it only reinforced it when Which I watched it Jedi. again for the first time Oh, okay. No, it's Aliens. Aliens, aliens of course. Of yeah. Course. I just bloody love that film. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, it's so tense, it's so action packed. It's it's a, it's almost like a modern CGI blockbuster, but it was made in, you know, 1985 or whenever it was made. Yeah. It's just oh, it's such a great film and it's one of those that It's yeah. It might not have aged. Sorry, eighty six. It came out. It might not have aged amazingly, but you know Sigourney Weaver's still brilliant in it. You know you've got Michael Bean in there as Hicks. You've got um, you know Bill Paxton. Game (laughs) over, man. Game over. You know you've got the little girl who plays Newt, uh, Carrie Hen. I think she's called according to IMDb. You know she's like they mostly (laughs) come out at night. Mostly. Mostly." You know that haunted my childhood. Those lines. Yeah, mostly. Um, yeah, it's such an amazing film, and it's got such a strong lead performance from Sigourney Weaver. And you know, get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> you she know, is a real bad Ejecting.
0: Badass uh, it didn't make my top ten, but uh, for you know, for people who are saying it's it's up there with the best sequels, it is. It, I don't think it's anywhere near as good as Alien. I don't know where people get the idea that it might be better than the original, but. Uh-huh. It's very different to yeah, aliens. Yeah.
1: I probably pref- I prefer it over the original really? because, yeah, I don't think the originals.
0: It's good, but it's see, different. Yeah, well, it, the original is more the original's like a are... thing, and I prefer that to the yeah to, to the shooty theory kind of thing of the of aliens.
1: See, see, I think with this, it's. It's kind of realising the potential that they have with that sort of... With the alien. Because there are those tense moments, you know... When she's going th- to find Newt. And she finds Newt in the Queen's Lair and all that. You know, there is that horror element. The bit when they're in the uh, the hive. And they're all getting... All the marines are getting murdered. Yeah. But I also think it kind of... It has a bit more character than the original. Like Like one thing I will say with Ridley Scott films... Is he's not very? I've not noticed. He might have changed, but I've not seen it. He's not really very good at doing like like exchanges between characters in a playful, fun way, Mm. where you get that with like, um, is it, um, oh, is it Burke? Not Burke. Who is it? The the two. Is it
0: Martinez? The two uh, characters. Whatever.
1: Martinez. Is it Hudson?
0: Is it Hudson? Oh, is is the guy? Who bombs, I think just bombs gets from uh, Shawshank Redemption. I think it's that guy, where he it, says, you know, like something like that? he he accuses her of being a man, and she accuses him of not being a man. Yeah, not being, <laughs> not being. His his she goes. He's like, hey, Martina, has anyone ever uh,
1: mistaken you for a, for a man? He's like, no, have they? Have, have yeah, they? Yeah. You or something like that. <laughs> have you? <laughs> yeah. It's, and uh, even when they're like about to die, they're both giving yeah, each other shit, yeah, aren't yeah.
0: they? It's great. It is good, um, and I think it's it's a rung above Predator, say, which is just like a a good dumb action movie. You know, it's a rung above that because it has that layer of tension and in intrigue and so on. But but I think yeah, I,
1: I think it's because it's got it's also got that kind of central. That, this film works not because it's like a big dumb action film with aliens and great special effects and CGI and you know interesting characters, because at the heart of it, it's essentially got. A mother-daughter, which really, is why she, the cut that I saw is which they because it didn't really yeah. have
0: that. <laughs> it cut out the whole like Ripley's backstory of uh, finding out her daughter had died and so on. It was the the cut of it I saw. Oh yeah, was, you didn't see uh, that, did you? You watched the wrong I wasn't one. didn't you even yeah. that one? That's the whole point of the film is that they're a mother-daughter. Yeah, she's lost it. Do- you know?
1: Yeah, that her her, her mum died. Um, sorry, her yeah. daughter died a few years been before she so was awakened. Yeah. I just yeah, it's, it's about a hundred years or something, isn't it? I'm something sure it's like only that.
0: sixty-seven years, which made it sound. Yeah, impossible.
1: you could be right.
0: But anyway, but but yeah, I
1: think her daughter died when she was like right, late sixties okay, yeah. or something of cancer. She wasn't that no, old, I, I think. The but point. no,
0: good film. Like I said, I didn't make my um, top ten at all. As as we know, my five was Primer. Your number four was Fargo. Number four four was um, a Hugh recommended film, Lawrence of (laughs) Arabia. A bit of a slip of the tongue. Lawrence of Arabia, British (laughs) people, maybe. So Lawrence of Arabia, you know, it's a it's a sort of film. I don't know why he's singing. (laughs) Um, It's the sort of film that this podcast was created for, isn't it? Really.
1: Yeah, basically to. Sort you out. Sort me out with all these mainstream
0: (laughs) classics that I ought to have seen. Uh, And it lived up, you know, it's it's four hours or something, so I watched it in two sittings, um, but it wasn't a problem other than for my sort of energy level and attention span, you know. So when there was the intermission in the middle, I stopped watching it and came back to it the next day, so I didn't fall asleep for it. It's
1: definitely a film I could watch, like, on boxing (laughs) day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, from, like,
0: one o'clock in the afternoon to, like, Mm. four or something. You know, four, half four. Good, good, tip, good tip even with that. Now, this, this comes out just after Boxing Day. But, you know, we're in that crimble limbo. So one of the days, if you're not yeah. working... 27th, I think a, this comes out. Like that. Yeah, it's, it's a good one to watch, Lawrence of Arabia. Um, you know, it's great. Peter Jones, yeah. great. And everyone's great. And Alec Guinness, despite playing Prince Faisal, or whatever <laughs> he's called, uh it is great if you ignore the brown face, which we're happy to do because it was the sixties. We are <laughs> you know, racism didn't exist apparently. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean Omar
1: Sharif's in it at yeah. least. You know, <laughs> he's vaguely Middle Eastern, <laughs> I guess. So he'll be. <laughs> I think he's Egyptian, least, isn't he? So I think that's uh, I think that's okay. We'll let it's kind of set in a bit that deserty, part isn't of the it? World, you know, we'll just... let it slide. Yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, that horrific racism. Yeah, that was I mean, I seen that
0: made you top- five, no?
1: Oh, it did, yeah. It is, it's my number, number three. three. Right. What, so what do you love about yeah, it? Yeah, so I think I... So yeah, let's, I'm going to talk about it a bit more here. It's just an amazing film. We were talking, I think, was it last week? When we were talking about people who were just... No, sorry. We When we were on oh, ContraZoom yes. awesome and novels. we were talking... We, yeah, and he and Orson Welles is just a movie mm. star, isn't he? He's just got is that charisma just f- comes out of the yeah. cinema, out of the screen. On everyone else seems like stilted and almost not there. Where he's just, I I said when we made that pod, I was like, it's either they're all bad actors and he's the good actor in this film, <laughs> or or then he they're like. Old nineteen forties kind of oh news <laughs> just in it's the the World Series has won by a, a length I don't know how they judge it Chicago Red uh, Mets <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah they're all kind of doing that and he's like a modern actor in it and I think that's the same with this film is that um, Peter O'Toole he's just a yeah. film star yeah. isn't he you know he's Annoyingly good looking. <laughs> Blue eyes which you had to have he's... to be
0: a, a leading man in the fifties and sixties apparently. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's captivating again, isn't he? He's got this intelligence and this kind of like twinkle in his eye. Uh so I don't there must be you know, it's like a magic trick, but magic tricks have really dull uh kind of mechanical explanations for them, you like, Oh well he just had the coin in his hat the mm. whole time or whatever. I imagine with some actors, yeah. it's kind of like, oh, well, I just, um, I clench my jaw when I'm not talking. Or, you know, some, or like Orson Welles. Somebody does that. Who does that? There is an actor who that. does is that? it Chris Evans, actually, actor, actually. Think... I've definitely seen him clench his jaw a lot. There was... Um, seen him do it a lot.
1: There was. There was a show on... On the BBC recently with Richard oh, Madden, yeah, yeah. the actor yeah, from Game of Thrones, hard.
0: very square jawed,
1: and because he because um, he had so little dialogue, he said, "Well, all I could do was just <laughs> clench my jaw." <laughs> yeah. So he just clenches his jaw a things, lot, like, and you can see his there'll teeth. Be like, there'll be some sort of in back thing of his where, oh
0: yeah, before I go on, I just squirt a bit of water in my eye, and it reflects the camera more. So there's literally, oh, <laughs> there'll be you know, there'll be a lot things like that where you go, "Oh, well, that's kind of ruined it for me. I wish I didn't know that, and I could just be captivated by those people." I mean. I mean obviously for Peter O'Toole he gets
1: he gets to live vicariously the life of this amazing World War 1 hero adventurer mm. you know he does heroic things like not just on the battlefield but he also does um you know he does amazing things like for his for his comrades you know the one where it's where he goes and rescues that friend of his out of the desert and then he ends up executing yeah. him cuz he gets in a fight with the other Tribesmen and it's, like, really emotional. It's an emotional film. It's a rollercoaster. It's, it's an epic, yeah, isn't and it? And it's,
0: it's... So big in it, scale. It is... F-
1: yeah, I, th- I think him and, well, David Lean and, like, Cecil B. DeMille are really the only two directors that truly get that word mm. epic given to them. Maybe, maybe like, yeah. Gandhi, which is a film you're going to watch soon. Who um, did like, Gandhi? You know, these, these, um, That's a big
0: one, isn't
1: it? That was Richard Attenborough.
0: Was it? Dickie, oh, wow, Dickie yeah, Attenborough yeah, wow. did
1: that. yeah. Apparently they got him to do it because he um he knew so little about it. <laughs> he <They laughs> thought he would just throw himself into it and try and learn as much as he could, which would make it a fresh take that's sort great. of thing. But yeah, we're not here to talk about that. Yeah, David Lean, absolute amazing film director, you know, Ridge, Bridge Over the River quiet. Which I haven't seen uh, all this... the list. I
0: haven't, some
1: haven't. No, I've no to be honest, no, I've not seen odd. it either. And I know it I know it's and a film it? that's But that's totally to your sort of film. Alec Guinness yeah yeah it is a film I probably should have seen by now I'll probably watch it before you do eventually Um, yeah it's got sweeping vistas so many camels Um, yeah I mean I think as well it's one of those it's because it is based on a real person sorry I didn't realise camels was a big thing for you in movie making (laughs) if you have a thousand I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go for it I'll be sure to recommend you more films. With candles, I guess, <laughs> like
0: um, weird, and um, the other one. Uh,
1: yeah, I'll get back to you. <laughs> Put a pin in it. Yeah, um, that's yes. That's what I love about that film. It's just it's incredible. Isn't it? It's it's a bit it's got its issues. It's a bit long. I must admit, um, but this maybe could have cut it down a little bit, but. Yeah, I think, like I said, like yeah, he's he, he is lucky, like I said, a little bit, um, Peter Tool, because Lawrence had you know he's had these amazing um, things that he said he actually wrote it down himself, so he could use them to he could quote verbatim or you know they give him sort of things that he might have said that when he says them sounds like he would have said them so it makes Peter to like you know he's like do you have no fear English man and he's like my fear is my own
0: (laughs) stuff like that It's great great it's very long but it's all good stuff they're just some quite long shots really they could cut out bits of but you know Denny Villeneuve probably really loves that film because he he loves a long film Uh, let's get let's get into the yeah uh, like the gravy strokes of it. Um, what, what would be your number three film? Well, that was my. Well, that that's is it, my number three, three film. film. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. So we, yeah, we move swiftly on to your. So there's only my big reveal in number, one, that's number right. one now. Yeah, and so. my
0: top three haven't been mentioned yet. So number three for me. Yeah. So, so I do what's my three, three and two. Do your three okay, first. So number three is Coco. Oh, right. I, I know that you didn't. I'd love, I am surprised. I, you know, when I was making this list... It's, just, it's not well, bad it. Film. And, it, and it probably won't be in... You know, it's it looks in weird company among the films that it's among. But, you know, Inside Out was my favourite film of the last decade. And it'd be, you know, big budget, dramatic films because it, it just found a way to make me feel very profound emotions more than basically any I other mean. film. I mean... I tell
1: you, the lasting legacy it's had on me is um, I now have the fear of second death. (laughs) Yeah, which is great to to find out
0: about the second death and being forgotten. Uh, But that's it, just such a strong, powerful theme. Um, You know, I'm somebody who kind of like reads a bit and I love the music as well. But yeah, just those themes of death and, and remembrance and so on, but the music I was completely listening to that playlist over and over again for many weeks after listening to that and
1: I think if you got little ones like
0: you have, that was like a big a part of it. Rugrats. Yeah. yeah. I
1: think it, like the music, it's like that kind of music you can listen to that little kids can yeah. enjoy as well.
0: Yeah, that's it. And, and, the, and the, you know, you can have it. Main playing song, "Remember Me." Spotify, "Remember wherever. Me." Can have can be a very poppy number, but it can also be a really moving uh, number. So I just absolutely love Coco. Great film.
1: Oh yeah, it is a good film. Like uh, Pixar are very good at the you know pulling yeah, on the whole heartstrings. Yeah, the formula works end. really well. Oh yeah, assuredly. And they always have like little quirks like the quirk in this is like, you know, no one's allowed to play music in the house because it drove the family apart and then it turned, and then you find but out that like, the and so on, uh, like, yeah. the what she I can't remember her name, the um the matriarchal uh, family Imelda, originally. Imelda. But again, I
0: don't want to get into spoilers. Hugh, and I, I really don't want to ruin a film like Coco. I but... cuz we don't have to say it. you don't have to say it.
1: Fine, whatever, <laughs> I mean, like I said, if they've listened to this, they've probably listened to the episodes. The of but the again, episodes. If, I think if you don't... We well, can give spoiler alert. It, we can say, say it, spoiler and skip along. If you don't skip along. give
0: a spoiler, don't give a spoiler, you know. I won't give it. All right, I won't give it.
1: The, You know, no, I won't even do I won't take the piss.
0: Yeah. it's So, yeah, anything else about Coco? That's you the you main things, you know. I'm learning Spanish. I love the songs. i quite, quite sentimental. Quite sentimental. Uh, therefore, yeah. I loved it. My number two well, film... Surprised? I, I must admit, I am surprised that that
1: made your, number, your top yeah. three. I know you've, you're a softy at heart well, this when is it comes it. Like, to stuff like, I said, like that. But, you
0: know, oh, but I, do you think it's better than Fargo, though? Come on, be realistic It gave much stronger yeah. emotions than Fargo. Fargo's a lot funnier, obviously, and probably 20 years from now, probably Fargo will be higher up my list. But I, f- I felt stronger feelings watching Coco. You know, sim- simple as that, really. That's...
1: Well, if it elicits what for. stronger feelings in you, they're that's what it's about, I guess. Okay, so yeah, uh, go on then. Number, number one and two
0: dip. could have been in basically any order. No, whoa, don't no, say no, no, Number, of one. <laughs> number two <laughs> for me that. was Boyhood, the Richard Linklater Boyhood, which I think was the first ten. Okay, tenet I on the show. that's one of your. Yeah, it could have been.
1: Wow, I mean, it's not even. Yeah, it's not even in my Wildly. top ten. So Wildly. obviously, yeah, it it w- probably would have been if I didn't want to talk about crime. <laughs> it was. It was. For me it was a close toss up between that and into the Spider Verse. Yeah. That made it in the top ten. But um I wanted to discuss primer because it's still so fascinating. So
0: so that's your number two. Yeah? Number two I just thought it was just a you know wonderful what? experience and insight into their into a life. Uh that doesn't yeah. have to be of like this tight plot or whatever, it just felt so real.
1: Well it is, isn't it? Like how they filmed it and yeah. made it and everything and yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a great oh yeah, I can wax lyrical about it. I'm glad that you like it so much. It's um yeah, it's a great film, isn't it? It's so it's so emotive and it's I think when I look at it a bit more critically, I would have liked maybe a bit more stuff like when it came to like his first romance. Mm. Like they don't really delve into well, that that's which kind of a I think it's a big uh, part of your like people's... the
0: people's final shot almost, is that? Rather than like his first, yeah, you know, his first like teenage girlfriend or whatever.
1: Well, I mean, he does have a girlfriend in it, doesn't it? He? And, he, and he breaks yeah. up with her, and it's all quite sad. They do, they do, yeah, it doesn't, it's not like maybe he's the first girl he kisses. I don't, is it the first girl that I he sleeps so, with? I yeah, think it I think might so. be, maybe, yeah, I think they do. He does lose his V-plates. So oh, at to least speak he does to, to his friends.
0: It's been a while, so I don't know if I don't know if certain these things,
1: yeah. No, it's it was innovative. You know, we watched um, before sunrise the other week for the pod. Um, Richard Linklater is definitely a darling of the podcast. I yeah, would say we're definitely
0: going to um, do before sunset because uh, I got the DVD box yeah out, So um, there we go. Not the cri- not the criteria question nice. like our friend Dakota's got. But no, you're not. You're not going to spend a uh, sort of fortune. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah some sort of, <laughs> which less yeah, kids some sort of books, you, yeah. might, might you might curb that He might curb that enthusiasm a really. collection um, is going to be pawned off for a formula <laughs> food <laughs> lots <Yeah>. of food <laughs> they probably are some of that they probably don't appreciate that much i imagine no i wouldn't have thought so i wouldn't have thought so uh, but yeah that's my number two now um, i don't think we'll have the same that, that, one
1: I'm intrigued. I think before we do as number ones, I think we should do our honourable mentions. Idea. I think, I and then that'll give us an idea.
0: Three honourable mentions. There's no point. No, in doing I'm just like going to mention ten. them because.
1: <laughs> well, it takes two seconds. We don't have to talk about. It. I'm just going to literally <laughs> okay. mention them. Give us your and list. Then Go, we'll be like, anything oh, stands out from that.
2: Mentions.
1: Just before we do that, though, what's give us your five to two? Then okay. what was your five to number two? Number five was
0: Primer. Number four was Islands of Arabia. Yeah. Number three was Coco, number two
1: yep. Boyhood. Yep. Fantastic. And mine was Aliens, Fargo, Lawrence of Arabia, number three, and To The Thing. Right. So, yeah, so I've got, I'm going to do my honourable mentions uh, right now. So, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, you seven, see eight, how nine. That's, a, <laughs> that I, that's, half the film. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I have mentioned, I've mentioned Boyhood, and I did mention Into the Spider-Verse, but I've got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, that, struggle, just nearly got in. I've got Return of the Jedi, Training Day, you know, King Kong ain't got shit on me, (laughs) you know. Uh, The Lost Boys, really had fun with that. Uh, Tenet, Tenet, (laughs) Tenet, whatever you want to call it, Tenet, that got in there, because that's just an amazing film we spoke about a little bit earlier. A film I must admit I thought was going to be in your top ten, and I am really surprised about this, Uh, Butch Cassidy Mm. and the Sundance Kid. I really enjoyed that film. Um, Totally a bit all over the place, but really fun film uh, we mentioned Marriage Story and then uh, the classic Predator
0: so what I'm going to do is try and predict from yeah. that what your number one is while I think about that these are my three honourable mentions I could have put a lot more on I could have put nine or ten definitely but I just I just yeah. chucked a few in um, they're more like uh, lo-fi really impressive so Good Time was I thought really good yeah that's
1: that's a sweet yeah, film yeah could have definitely it? made my top ten
0: I think... because it's just so good you know I think the
1: real legacy of Good Time, though, is giving us the Scumbag by Robert Pattinson <laughs> Meme of pre Constantine Absolutely. look when he was playing. A, I, I read an article or something about how that came about, and it's just him basically trying to get the look of the character when he's around <laughs> at the director's house. But it does look like he's like turned up well, to a party. It, when you've, seen, when you've seen that
0: uh, put on, you know a lot of people post like, uh, stills from their uh, uh, front door camera. Like they've got yeah, that. and it's like when you, when you get home <laughs> at three a.m. <laughs> great show, yeah. great great pick. Um A film um, that you might think is my number one, but is actually just in my honorable mentions, is The Big Lebowski.
2: Yeah, really, kind of, interesting. Again, uh,
0: various points was in my top ten. Another film that was at uh, various points was I thought, in my top ten. Was it couldn't go without a mention. It's just its praises aren't sung off. Yeah, anyway. it, I
1: I didn't love it. I, I was looking at the list. It didn't make my. It hasn't made my bottom five. Spoiler alert! It right, mate, but it. Um, oh, thank it you hasn't. For that. Okay, good,
0: good. Because I would think you were, were simpleton. It hasn't. That was the case. I think. <laughs> <laughs> is this the man that likes the boat that rocked? <laughs> um,
1: no, I think it's innovative camera work, and I love how elegant the solution for that was. That it's so oh. simple, a trick. I, I love simple innovation. Yeah. It's like that. It's just amazing. But I'm, And I liked the bit of the twist. I enjoyed some of that. But... You know, there's... I definitely would like to see more films from yeah. that director. More like action-y films, like maybe a bigger budget. Maybe, maybe have him co-write the screenplay with somebody else, maybe.
0: Tack- I just realised, actually, that there's a film that... I said would be in my top 20 films or maybe top 50 films of all time and it's not even in any of these lists and it totally should be and I don't know why it's not sideways should be at least an honourable mention I love that film I've seen it
1: a dozen times I was was surprised nearly made my top 10 but um, I I don't know I think I feel like I feel like I need to watch it with you while we get drunk (laughs) on wine one day Maybe not Chardonnay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it Chardonnay? What is it that he hates? Is it Chardonnay? I'm not drinking any fucking Merlot. Um, oh, God, I've got to also mention yeah. Sightseers. I, and you know what? I think the point is, when I was making my honourable mentions list, I didn't really think, no, I was supposed to make an honourable mentions list, so I'm not giving it much thought. But definitely, Sightseers could easily be in my top 10. I almost regret yeah. not being in my top 10. This is the problem with top 10s. <laughs> that is a very funny that film, film. Isn't it? A Quiet Place at one point was Was there any other films from the honourable... At the sorry, what point? Like a quiet place made my top ten and then dropped out of it. So, we've we've covered a lot of really good films.
1: Was there any films out of my honourable mentions that you uh, that you yes. liked?
0: Did you enjoy training? Training day, day. Or obviously. Yeah, any, like I Lost was, Boys, uh, definitely. Well, not spoiling anything, but it's in my top five uh, Hugh films. So, definitely an honourable mention for that one. Yeah. So there's been lots of films I've loved. Would you like to know my number one? Oh are you gonna oh, go no, first? I don't know your number one yet. Okay, so I think your number one No,
1: but why don't you guess what my number one? I think we should both yeah. have a guess, but neither confirm or deny and then we can and then we God. can say it. I, I I'll be honest, I don't know what yours is now. I've Yeah because you've I'm gonna actually... I think I think I'm gonna have to you guess what mine is well I, I think frantically look through like, our films.
0: Like, oh well Well your number one cannot be. You haven't mentioned simply, It simply. I refuse to believe that, that your number one is Indiana Jones: Temple of Doom. I refuse to <laughs> no, believe that's not okay. No, it could be Spaceballs.
1: No. Thankfully, not. No, Spaceballs. It hasn't be Death made of it
0: in any of the list. Okay. No, it's. It, I enjoy that film, but it's not. It's not I, a I, I, top um, ten my, film. My breath couldn't be more baited. Hugh, give us your number one. Tell us it. I think you've you've already mentioned on, it. Tell us what it is.
1: See, you just literally mentioned it in your. Uh, it's not in in Indiana Jones. Top, and the in your honourable mention. No, you mentioned it in your honourable okay. mention. Give,
0: give us it. Give us it. What is it? It's the, the big, big Lebowski. Lebowski. Yes. Oh, how Great. much do I love that film?
1: <laughs> oh, I was I was watching some um, some little clips from it earlier just to like remember some of the quotes <laughs> from it. It's such a funny film. <laughs> the world doesn't operate on your time, Danny. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or whatever he says there. Oh, it's such a great film. It's better than Fargo, I think. I like Fargo, but it is better. Um, it's just weird. It's just brilliant. It's just, it's everything I like about a kind of a an indie film, because it's funny, it's dramatic, it's got memorable characters. It's that parochial sort of you know, you remember like, like you didn't need Jesus in there, did you? But he's in there. John Turturro doing a weird yeah. character. Like, Jesus is gonna fuck <laughs> you up, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um, you've got oh, what's his name? Sam. What's the actor's um, surname? Yeah.
0: Not Sam Elliott, no. S- yeah. Yeah, Sam Elliott. yeah,
1: you know, you're right, Sam Elliott is. Something like, yeah. mm-hmm. Sam Elliott playing the stranger, and he's like, uh, maybe you shouldn't curse so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, he's like, when he's telling the story about the big Lebowski, and, you know, you've got Mr. Lebowski, you've got Julie, uh, Julianne Moore, so funny in oh, this good. film. Okay, she nice. is ridiculously funny, yeah. Just every scene she's in, she kind of steals, you know... Uh, Jeff Bridges is just... Is it Jeff Bridges? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's so great in this film. Him him and uh, John Goodman and... It's such a weird role for... uh, (laughs) Steve Buscemi. For... Yeah, because he's usually like, you know, we watch, you know, especially after watching Fargo, he's always usually the fast-talking sort of, you know, (laughs) fuck-off kind of character. You know, he's always... Effing and Jeffing, and you know, like Reservoir Dogs kind of s character who's always got an opinion. But in this, he just plays this meek, mild mannered, lovely man who, you know, has a terrible time of it. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. sadly, I just love that film. It's so quotable. <laughs> Do you know, I mean, I'm, it's one of those like I'm annoyed that it. I'm like in my thirties when I've seen it.
0: You could have had you could have had a decade more of courting it. No, and you know, now you've read it out like that, it is hard to see how it's not in my top ten. there's just even the pathos in that film's funny when he when he pours the ashes (laughs) out and they blow back into his face
1: and because he's got the big hair and the beard, it just goes all in his face, you know. But then but then like at the end when he's talking to Sam Elliott. And it's like nothing's really changed for him despite the fact that his friend's died. You know, he's still very mellow and he's still very um, sort of, you know, the dude abides. You know, he just carries on, you carries see on trucking. You it's basically a religion or, for some people. At least I'm housebroken. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone sort of wants to be the dude at times <laughs> in their
0: life. You know, I just if I just didn't care enough about that thing, things would be happier, you know? <laughs> when he's
1: getting shouted out by Mr. Lebowski. <laughs> I can't remember what Mr. Lebowski's saying, but he's shouting at me when he goes out. And, um, you know, your favourite, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, the little
0: Milk. kind of yeah. helper. Yeah, the like Obsequious.
1: Min- yeah, like, yeah, mincing. So, he Yeah, ah, Mr. Lebowski, how did your meeting go? And he's like, oh, he said, take any room you want. Just to be that kind of, that's yeah. gone badly. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, make yeah. the most of yeah, this. Works out well, yeah. I, the, I, one of the scenes I watched today was where he's like, I even got a beeper.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, back when a beeper was, was a the kind simple. of a thing. But then it's like, what if it goes off during league play? And he says, oh, no, I can't be I told him if I'm playing during league, it's, uh, you know, I can't be, uh, I'm not, you know, I can't be reached at that time. <laughs> you know, he's still got his priorities. Or um, when he gets bailed into the back of a. Uh, into the back of a limousine or something and he's got a drink in his hand he goes, whoa, man, watch the, I've got a, watch the <laughs> beverage, oh, there's a beverage. <laughs> he's he's walking right. to the drink.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's it is so And it's great and it's, so great, so good. And it's en- endlessly quotable. I think for me, I prefer maybe the plot of Fargo. I, I'm, I find I'm, I'm captivated more by that throughout, whereas Big is a bit flappy. Yeah,
1: that's, I think it's more, yeah, Fargo's plot might be more sort of, ooh, what's going to happen. Where the dude's kind of more of a, it's more of a bump, yeah. isn't it? It's more it's of an more odyssey. Co- more quotable, I would say.
0: A more, you know, it, uh, Probably the Big Lebowski is a more abiding character than say Francis McDormand in Fargo, but that's you know like a ten out of ten versus a nine out of ten sort of thing. So yeah, I think you know they. Yeah, you split hairs yeah, with the, it, the, a cigarette paper between them. There's a rizzler between them, but. Yeah, no, I think that's. Yeah. I'm really happy that that's your number one choice, Joe. Listening to this right now, will be uh, no dance, no doubt dancing, yeah. in, dancing in his slippers. Yeah. Um, I. Do you know
1: what? I think I might have actually meant. So let's move on mm. to your number one then. Go on, give let's us your best get guess. This uh, show's trucking. I think you might have already mentioned it or oh, I've mentioned it and not realised it, and now I think about it, I think I have mentioned it, I think your number one might have been Butch Cassidy and the Sundance it Kid. Is.
0: It is. I think Both I our think number one film star Sam Elliott. <laughs> Although really it's just the side of his face in an early scene in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid as opposed to his whole face. Is he in Sundance it's as well? He's a very Jesus. young man and it's, it's in the early scene where uh, Sundance is uh, threatening that guy he's playing cards with and there's somebody who you don't basically see his face apparently that's Sam Elliott that's not why I like the film though but uh, <laughs> yeah Butch Cassidy and the Sun as a Kid I don't know I, I just love that film so much and it is quite long and like you say it's kind of totally inconsistent and all the kind of things but I just find that it, it gives me everything I need from a film you know it's got these great characters yeah. it's funny it's moving it's intriguing it's so well written it's probably the, one of the best written films I've ever seen um and yeah, it's it's weird. Even even now I'm talking about it, it's weird that it's above some of the other films that I've mentioned, but it is. It's a it's a Hollywood kinda epic classic as well. It's based on a roughly true story, which gives it a little bit more intrigue. It's you know, like I've said a million times in the last month, I really love films that are comedies that aren't comedies. You know, it's got more laughs than a lot hmm. of comedies that are just there for last, <laughs> but it's got all the other stuff as well. Yeah, you know? Know what and you it's mean. got a kind of superhero character in Sundance. He's so good with his guns; he's practically a superhero. And then you have got Paul Newman. Yeah, uh, he's got to be moving. He's, on yeah. he's got, got to be, be moving. moving. Yeah, that's right. and
1: he's always saying how he's not as good as he used to be as <laughs> well. he's was he, which How, is how good was
0: he before that. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I like I, yeah when he's like he's like. What are the rules? This is it, there are no rules. Okay, well,
0: when I say one, two, three, we'll go. What? One, two, three, go. <laughs> And th- yeah, then both characters get their introductions the in that way. You know, we see Sundance's temper, but also his amazing shooting ability. We see uh, Butcher's guile and uh, you know his cunning and his silver-tongued charm and all this because he's yeah. so likable. It's it's one of those that you get you know you give that any role to, you give that role to anybody else and they just not, and they're not going to charm you as much as Paul Newman manages to do with so little.
1: I think, I think we mentioned it earlier, didn't we? They're the movie stars, aren't they? <laughs> Robert Redford and Paul yeah. Newman. They, they really are, yeah. It's hard. And it, I, th- I, th- I think something I quite like about it as well is there's an age gap between yep. the two characters. Yeah, yeah. They're about, I mean, in real life, there was about 10, 11 years between the two of them. But yeah, there's like a pronounced age gap between the two. And I also like the fact that they're meant to be these like streetwise characters. And they're like fast talking, and you know, they're, they're, they're smarter than maybe their peers, but they're actually quite, you know, they're actually quite naive yeah. as well, which is like a quite they a nice thing. Shit together. When
0: they, they don't always win, they run away. You know, they, the film nearly never, yeah. never got made because they said to Will and Goldman, Well, you know, if, we'll give you this much money and we'll make it as long as they don't run to Bolivia, <laughs> you know, as long as they actually stand up and fight.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, when they get to Bolivia, they're like, he's like, this is it! And he's really angry, and he's, that's, he's
0: really and angry. And they to make it, you know, and they don't, so they just become yeah. uh, bank robbers there. <laughs> and, and I just, yeah, just such a great film, great lines. I'll mention it in sort of, you know, favourite bits later on about some of the lines. Just a wonderful yeah. film.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is sad, like... It is quite a sad film as well, the demise and Catherine Ross's character. Side she complete, She leaves. Yeah. She just, she yeah. just leaves, doesn't <laughs> she? That's it. <laughs> just that character's out of the film. It's kind of, um, yeah, it's got quite a, an abrupt sort of last mm. act, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. With like, she leaves, they get caught by the, the army and everything goes to shit. <laughs> it it?
0: Uh, but, <laughs> you know, just eminently rewatchable. And what I've noticed in, in the films that we've, we've covered, so many of them are quite long films, really. I'd love to do some statistical analysis of our recommendations because I feel like your films are about 40 minutes longer on average than mine are. And so... I was tempted, I must admit, I was tempted to add up all the hours <laughs> of the
1: films that we've watched this year, um, but I, yeah. I've run out of time <laughs> to ironically. see how many watch hours we have. Probably, it's probably in like... It's over 100 hours. No, we've done forty. We've done forty-six films. Say an average of two hours of film. Some of them are four. So, you know, that's like, <laughs> some of
0: them are three. You know it's like night. You know it's probably not shy of hundred, just shy of oh, hundred yeah. hours. You know what I mean? and, uh, and, Butch and Sundance is well over two hours, I think, and it, and it's well worth every minute. Yeah, it? you know it's got all these acts to it, and it, it's just an enduring classic. Is, is all I can really say. So that is our top ten. Should we give a little? Do you know how old?
1: Do you know how old Sam Elliott was when was he like made that film? Nineteen or something. As well. He, no, he was 25. <laughs> right. That's little, how old little. he is. <laughs> and he's still 10 years, he's about eight years younger than uh, oh, Robert gosh, Redford. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, that. Yeah. Amazing, so, yeah, cracky. I didn't know that. So he's not far off Paul Newman's age.
1: Yeah, he's, Robert Redford was born in 36.
0: Go. So is there anything else you want to say about
1: old Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid then before we, we move on?
0: It's just a simply wonderful film, listener, and if you haven't seen it, Please watch this film, yeah. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, 1966
1: or 9. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it was a film that nearly made my top ten. I, I can't pretend that it didn't nearly make it, but I didn't... There was other films probably ahead of it that I preferred, as you've obviously seen.
0: It's, it was interesting to see the uh, the kind of... the crossover... Uh, and the differences yeah. I think it really encapsulates the differences in our tastes so let's do a quick run yeah. on then Hugh do you want to give us okay. your, your so top my top 10 top. are
1: number 10 Primer number 9 The Life Aquatic Miss Steve Zeezu number 8 Boys in the Hood number 7 Misery number 6 Snowpiercer number 5 Aliens number 4 oh yeah it's Fargo uh, number three, it's Lawrence of Arabia. Number two, what's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? No, it's the thing. And then finally, number one, the dude abides with uh, a bide. Did you say a uh, bide? The dude abides, <laughs> no, the dude abides. The big basket. Uh, Sam, what's your Fantastic.
0: tip top ten? my uh, like top 10 number 10 Marriage Story number 9 Blue Ruin number 8 The Thing number 7 Misery number 6 Fargo number 5 Primer number 4 Lawrence of Arabia number 3 Coco number 2 Boyhood and number, which, number 1 Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid so for my top 10 1, 2 and 3 of them were recommendations from the you totally 3 I believe you said it was, I think it was 6 yeah
1: Primer The Life Aquatic Misery Fargo The Thing and the Big Lebowski
0: Excellent stuff. So I do have better. <laughs> no, you well, don't. Gonna do, we're going to go for a little break. Um, yeah. And when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna look at the. Dark we're gonna side do. Of we're gonna
1: look at 2020 in the way that 2020 has been. Look at some shit. <laughs> Not all of it though. Just some of it.
0: More meh. relative, <laughs> yeah. Than than shit. It's all uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Join us after the break for the for our bottom five, yeah. and we'll also have a quiz on
1: some favorite scenes and favorite lines and favorite shots. <laughs> it's all, doing it so all. there's
0: gonna be more stuff more stuff after the break see you in 30 seconds <laughs> hello welcome back to please watch this we had a little reshuffle um, we're gonna cover our favourite scenes favourite lines, favourite shots and then get into the bad stuff yeah. so uh, Hugh we'll start with big scenes, favourite scenes uh, what was your favourite scenes? Uh, bracket, S, I've put, closed bracket. I've put close bracket. I've only picked.
1: Not that, that there isn't many to pick from. There's loads, and we could, we could do a whole, literally on that top ten for each of us. We could do a whole mm-hmm. episode, mm-hmm. couldn't we, on favourite scenes? But this was. We've got to be precise, Sam, with some of this stuff. We do. Um, we do. And I just looked through the top ten, and there's some wonderful scenes, as I said. But I think my favourite scene, and. It, <coughs> I think my favourite scene in the films that we've seen or the one that was the most impactful and it's not a nice scene it's in misery when Annie hobbles Whoa. Paul when she breaks his ankle with the <laughs> mallet it's just oh it's blood curdling it's stomach turning <laughs> toe curling it's you know you you don't want to be watching it when you've had your dinner, just straight after or straight before. Yeah, it's such a, and it's so emotional in that film as well because it's there's just nothing he can do. He's in, he's at the whim of this psychopath, and I just, I loved it for the fact that it, it's just so grim, isn't it? Do you know how that's
0: it's it's one of the most memorable scenes in film history I think as
1: well fun. as the scenes that we've looked at it's there's not much dialogue in it she's just like, she just tells the story of what they used to do to the Indians so they didn't run away and then yeah, he I begs guess. and pleads and uh, there's just nothing he can do about it I do have some more, I've not listed them but we could, you know, these, these ten films I like them so I can talk about a few of them there's,
0: there's always yeah. more if we need them. Uh, yeah, and you know that I I, I wrote three down and nice. I thought I'll just decide while we're recording which one is the one I'm gonna go for and that was one of them. The yeah, I thought it might in, be in but another one is one I've already mentioned, so I'm gonna throw it away and it's when Miguel Miguel sings Remember Me to Mama Cook and uh, that yeah. made that film. Oh yeah, that the old tear ducks, doesn't it? It certainly does. I I would I nearly became dehydrated. but in terms of a scene um, because a scene kind of uh, it intimates it's not a moment; it's kind of an interplay, and it's yeah. you know, dialogue. Oh, I bet I know what it's it... the blood scene from the thing. <laughs> Sorry, oh no, I I, no, yeah. I,
1: no, I, no, I'm glad you said no; I was wrong. Were you going to go? For <laughs> no, a I was scene, saying, like the interplay. Ahead. I thought it was going to be the bit when Butch and Sundance decide
0: to jump in the river. Well, that makes it to my favourite line. Uh, actually, right. interesting. So go on. So your favourite scene gracing, was no, in it's thing. the the blood the blood scene from the thing. They realise that they can work out who is infected by the thing yeah. by, but you know, boiling their blood, but like you know, applying intense heat to the to a sample of their blood. And you you as the, you as the viewer don't know who is the thing, who's infected, who's not. Yeah. So they're all sort of tied to, to chairs, and it's dramatic, and it's it has all the gore that you need from that film and it's just a wonderful we all all three of us me you and ben identified it as a yeah. scene from that film yeah it
1: is one of the better scenes isn't it and it's also you're not sure as the audience if russell um, kurt russell's character is the thing at that point and but they're all convinced yeah. he is and they're basically going to kill him and he basically somehow manages to but
0: as our protagonist we, we survive he isn't but we do don't you don't do, yeah it could be a
1: could be a, a twist and I mean, was kurt russell had he made? I think he'd already made escape from New York at that point, so he was like, "Yeah, he was fairly big." Yeah, at the time, I think. but yeah. you never know. You never knew, did you, with that film? That's what makes it so good. And then it turns out—I can't remember which character it is—that it turns out it actually is the thing. And then they're all tied to him.
0: And then uh, that's the worst thing. If you're going to tie them all together because you're worried one of them's going to be the thing, well, then you're going to be tied to the thing. You guaranteed. Yeah, that <laughs> bit's really crazy, isn't it? When it
1: like yeah. m- mounts up. Um, what other... the Scenes that I like from some of the films that we've seen. Um, I like the bit in Lawrence of Arabia. You know the attack on Aqaba um, yeah. when he when he brings um, his friend back out of the desert in a triumphal sort of. I've saved him. That's really good. Um, oh yeah, definitely. You know the famous "Get away from her, you bitch" in Aliens, and they f- you know she <laughs> pushes her out of the airlock.
0: You know, I was on an unrelated matter. I was trying to make a list of kind of. Um, uh, moments and lines in film history that have had a big effect on people, and so many of them end with you, bitch. <laughs> like that's one of them. What the there's the uh from Harry Potter, uh, oh, those, yeah, um, when uh, I, what's her name, Molly, what yeah, that, I think she's called with Bellatrix yeah. <laughs> Strange. That was one that stood out as well. I think there's one other as well, but anyway, any other any other uh, scenes that uh, spring to mind, um. Y- Oh here we go. There's one more. Princess Bride uh, in Inigo Montoya. I want my father back you son of ah, a bitch. Right, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and it's just like every if you if you want a really good memorable line just end it with you bitch. That's yeah, it's a fair point. Um yeah, there's lots of good scenes in there in
1: these films, you know. I've mentioned some of them in the Big Lebowski. You know that film's plastered with them sort of thing, you know, like when he's it's getting it's his head flushed down as the toilet. lines
0: as it is scenes. Yeah, that, that is good. Although that's a good scene because it's made up of really good lines, yeah. isn't it? I suppose. It's tricky. So with that in mind, what is your favourite line of these 46 films?
1: Yeah. Um, obviously, it was hard to, uh, hard to cut it down, but it was always going to be something from a Coen Brothers film, wasn't it? Just because yeah, they're the, probably the... I'd have to say they're probably the best writers on this list as a duo. But um, I'll I'll do the little scene for you. Does the female form make you uncomfortable, Mr Lebowski? Uh is that what that is a picture of? In a sense, yes. My art has been confirmed as being strongly vaginal, which bothers some men. The word itself makes some men uncomfortable. Vagina. <laughs> so funny. I just love the little pause and then she just goes, Vagina. <laughs> and he doesn't really know how to it's react. It's a great character intro. Yeah, so it's like one of the best intros when she's flying around naked on the... the yeah. um On the... on the I don't know, what you, would you call it? That little trippy... Yeah, and she's uh, making art thing. with her tits and legs and vag- <laughs> <her> vagina. <Yeah. laughs> and she's going on talking about, um, like, men are comfortable with, like all the slang names for their penis. <laughs> and then she's, like, asking him, do you like sex, yeah, yeah. Mr. Lebowski? The act of coitus. <laughs> yeah, it's so
0: funny. I've got more, but that's just. Oh, it's so, that was so funny. funny. You know, here's one that wasn't my favourite line, but when I was looking through. I well, why, why don't you give us your favourite line, line, line first? <laughs> like I I'm I'm did. Gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> it's foreplay. It's foreplay. It's, I'm just going to. No, wonder. you don't need to. Just, I, don't, want, I, want, what, know, I want you to know. Uh, if you, straight. What film there? is this from? What film is this no, from? No, I don't care. I want your favourite line. Be, that's what I've asked for. All right. You're my favourite What's your favourite line of all these films that we've watched? Alright, so it's from the scene you mentioned in Butch and Sundance, they're deciding whether or not to basically keep running or jump off the, the sort of cliff bit yeah. and um, uh, Butch is saying to Sundance, you know, but we can jump, we'll probably be fine, you know, it's going to be great, we'll get away and Sundance says, well, you know, I've got something to say I can't swim and he says are you crazy? The fall will probably kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just wonderful. It's so twinkly eyed and, and and beautiful. Like, I did like that like line in the film. film. I like the fact that
1: you don't. He, he's only just telling him this now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this moment yeah, yeah. where it's, it's kind, of kind of, of relevant, way. but it's like, why didn't you tell him this sooner? He wouldn't have gone this way,
0: or he would have done something to Well, mean. you know, he's he's it's not a very masculine thing to say. No, is I suppose it? not. Another one that really stood out was uh, Black Klansman. Oh, yeah. Are uh, you sure you didn't get his name? Are you? Oh, yeah. Are uh... oh, yeah. <laughs> you sure? <laughs>
1: um, my favourite line from a non-Cohen from a non uh, Coen Brothers film was, um, it's just so powerful in that moment. And it shows like that he's got some actual acting chops. is uh, in Snowpiercer where Curtis just goes, you know what I hate about myself? I know what people taste like. I know the taste. I know that babies taste the best, and it's just yeah,
0: it's oh, horrible. it's awful in it. On the page, even you know that's that's a very evocative. Yeah, movie. I mean, I, I tripped but over. the one it. that really just made me laugh was: see if you know what Go film this then. is from. You're you're gonna be tapping some masterful gap. <laughs> I think someone's going to college. You're gonna be tapping some masterful gap. No, I don't know. Is it a film we've covered? From, from Boyhood. Oh, what is it? Oh, I don't remember it's just, that line. It's just hollered by one of his friends at his graduation. <laughs> oh, is that the bit when he's?
1: Oh no, yeah, ah, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Uh, the oh, other one J. that J. I've got, fucking, I've got a couple of long ones here from uh, from Fargo. <laughs> oh dear, I just love the bit <laughs> when um, he's talking to the bar. Te- the bartender's talking to is it um, to Marge? Or I think it might be, and he's like, he's saying what Steve Buscemi said to him. And he's like. So I'm tending bar there of Eklund and uh, Sweden's last last Tuesday. And this little guy's drinking and he says, so where can a guy find some action? I'm going crazy out there at the lake. And I say, what kind of action? And he says, woman action. What do I look like? And I say, well, what do I look like? I don't arrange that kind of thing. And he says, but I'm going crazy out there at the lake. And I say, well, this ain't that kind of place. Officer Olsen, "Uh uh-huh. Uh, so he angrily says, oh, I get it, so you think I'm some kind of jerk for asking? Only he doesn't say jerk. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like that line from Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, where he goes, you know, um, Rocket says what Groot says to... um, Mantis and he goes, he says, Welcome to the freaking Guardians of the Galaxy, only he didn't say <laughs> freaking <laughs> Yeah,
0: he's, that's just it's just so. Well, he didn't say jerk, he's just not able to bring himself to say <laughs> Yes, yeah, he can't say it, can For the yeah. It's a wonderful, wonderful minor character, that. I'll, I'll do my last favourite yeah. line um in Sideways. Miles says to the guy in the 7 Eleven, he says, I'll take a barely legal. And he goes to get one. Uh, no, it's a new one. <laughs> yeah. and I just think that's so indicative of that yeah, character yeah. <laughs> that he needs the new one. So, I've got I've got, got one more. With, I've got one gone, more. Yeah, another more, one from fargo go, give us one It's more. just,
1: it's just that bit where. Um, well, the little guy was kind of funny-looking. In what way? I don't know. Just funny-looking.
0: <laughs> <It's just, laughs> no help just, at all. Not bug-eyed. Yeah. No, just, just and then she tells him that he's got,
1: cir- he was circumcised. <laughs> and she's like, well, that... She doesn't say it, but she's like, well, that's not going to fucking help, is it?
0: <laughs> you got, got Right. Favourite shot? Favourite shot of the 46 <laughs> films? I what have really
1: struggled with this, because I just could not think... Like I just
0: so it's couldn't reason. Nar- yeah, it? it's I quite narrow. we did it for about
1: five of these films. It's probably. I think it's more just because it's famous. It's probably um, Omar Sharif coming out of the desert in Lawrence of Arabia. Mm, yeah, good, it's because it's it's that that's building good. that tension, isn't it? And you don't know what's going to happen, and you're like, who's who's coming towards and his friend or foe? But it's long enough that I mean, it's like he's coming towards them for a good. 30, 40 seconds, do you know what I mean? Like, they don't yeah. even notice him at yeah. first, and then that guy notices him and runs as quick as he can to get his gun and tries to shoot him, and I think he misses. Oh, really? And he gets shot himself, yeah. I also like the, the shot of the alien queen getting blasted out of the airlock as well when she's like ah, <laughs> falling out, and Ridley's holding on for dear life, you know, where she wraps her arm around the, the ladder, that stuff like that. Yeah. Big Lebowski has a couple of good ones. The Thing... Has a lot of iconic shots. Um, I even like a couple from Snowpiercer, where um, you know they show the um, they show the the frozen Eskimos. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. good. What about you?
0: So I, I had two: one for how beautiful it looks, and one for its sort of significance. the The one that was most significant and famous was the final shot of Butch and Sundance. That's, you know, it's on the front, it's on the poster, it's on the front cover of most of the DVDs and so on. And it is a very important moment in the it film. Is. Um, and the most beautiful one just into, I mean, we look we looked at some really gorgeous films actually this year, you know, especially things like, did we do Blade Runner 2049 this year? No, like we did year, Blade
1: it? Runner and Place Beyond the Pines last year, which I think probably still, last I think year, of yeah. the films we've looked at, I think those two have still had the most, maybe apart from Lawrence of Arabia, have had like the most beautiful shots.
0: Yeah, and Blue Ruin had a lot of beautiful shots yeah. as well. The one really I really liked was Sightseers. Um, he's he's gone off to kill somebody, basically, and he's sort of silhouetted against the. Yeah, dome. I remember you mentioned uh, this the time on the, actually out on the rocks. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful yeah. shot. Uh, so just really well done. But uh, yeah, like I said, for the full significance, the, the final shot of Butch and Sundance. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, we d- we're done with the positivity then. That's all that's all the that's happiness, all the vibes, isn't it? Isn't that's it? all the good stuff. Yeah. I think it's- if you've made it this far, listener, we are now to the after hours. Dirty, <laughs> please bathroom. watch this after dark. <laughs> yeah, please don't watch these. Oh no, so, I would say don't watch them. Maybe a couple, but if, you, if, you, if you've only got time to watch thirty-six films, don't watch these 10. <laughs> Yes, that's now by definition. These are going to be five films that were recommended to us by each other. Well, uh, I've got a
1: surprise in the store for you there. You don't. Yeah, you'll, okay, you won't you right, be okay. surprised when I say it, but it's. Um,
0: yeah, but I do have the best taste. Oh, it might. Okay, it might be. I think I know. What really? That gonna go for. Okay, okay so that'd enough. be interesting. Um, so Hugh, if you want to give us your fifth least favorite so, of the
1: forty six, it's fools. not a bad film. It's just I just don't have anything to say about it. I just I, did, I enjoyed watching it. We talked about it, but it's the one film that I think we really struggled to actually talk about. It's it's it is, yeah. yeah. It's interesting that you were like, I knew that as soon as I said we struggled to talk about it, because...
0: it. Yeah, it became our least interesting episode. Yeah,
1: because the performances are fine, the the plot's engaging enough, the characters are, are interesting, you know, it's got some interesting lines in it. I think Benicio Del Toro talks about going, living somewhere, law-abiding and safe, because this place isn't for you, to Emily Blunt's character, but that was it. It was just fine, wasn't it? It was just...
0: Yeah, I mean it, that, it, that. Maybe that's indicative of we're not seeing that many bad films, you know. Because it is, please watch this. It's, yeah, it's not let's shit on films. So, I, I find it, I struggle to argue against that. I do like it a lot more than the way you've portrayed and it. Th- again, it's not enough, a bad film. Like you know, there's enough. bits I like in it. There's just not five worse than. Yeah,
1: it. Um, there are bits. You know, like we talked some of the films you talked about in your list. Like, I I, I didn't love Coco, but I can see why it probably better than Sicario. I know they're totally different genre. Again, it's so hard to sometimes compare films of different genres for different audiences. But Sicario sits in that sort of, there's a very specific genre of like, what I would call like uh, cartel films. Um, I think there's a film called, what is it, with Michael Fassbender in it, called The Advocate or The Solicitor or The Lawyer. The Counselor. Counselor, that's the one, yeah, and that's in the similar vein as this. I think there's a film with Aaron Taylor Johnson in it, where he plays a drug dealer. Um, I can't remember what it's called, um, and that's kind of got similar vibes. Not, it's, it wouldn't be like straight cartel problems, but there is like cartel issues in it, yeah. And there is, you know, it's an in, it's oh, yeah, an, just just not inspired. Yeah, it's an interesting. It it is you know Breaking Bad showed that that kind of world of drugs and you know, enforcement and sort of trading across the Mexico-US borders. You know, it's like a, you know, it's a wild, it is like a, is like a frontier Wild West kind of place, isn't it? But... Mm. Uh, I've been rewatching
0: watching Breaking Bad, actually. Yeah. It's, as, it's, uh, it's at least as good as I remember it. It is, isn't it? And that's, and that's Sicario kind of... That's my hot take for yeah, this
1: week. Yeah, controversial. But, you know, Sicario kind of sits in that area, doesn't it, of that sort of Breaking Bad, you know, territory. What about you, Sam? What was your fifth yeah. worst film of the year?
0: I I found it difficult because there's only really two or three films I.
1: Well, when you think about it, you really had like, like um, from you've got to think as well. You only had twenty three to pick from.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't necessarily gonna hate them all. Number five was Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I
1: can see that, and I can see why you,
0: you're not a lover of Star Wars. That's fine. But watching watching that actually did make me like Star Wars more because I realised that it's supposed to be silly and I'm not supposed to be snooty about it. Um, but yeah, it just didn't do much for me.
1: Yeah, I mean that and Predator, I kept away from my top ten just because I thought it was a bit too easy to put them in over, say, you know, say a film like uh, like Primer where I thought, you know, if I said, oh, my, unsurprisingly, my number 10 is Return of the Jedi or Predator, you'd be like, yeah, we watched them.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I like Predator. I genuinely enjoyed it. It would have been, you know, it's an honourable yeah. mention. Uh, generally. Um, number four.
1: Uh, number four, so this is where we get into controversial territory. When I was looking over the list, I was looking at the films you recommended and there, there probably was, there was probably another film on there I could have picked but, I, I kind of said it all along. It's not the best of the lot. And that's, it's probably better than one other of them. And we're never going to touch that. But uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, I liked enough. We, I felt like we did it because I want to do The Last Crusade and you liked um, yeah. the Ark. I loved Raiders. Yeah, Raiders of Lost the Lost Ark. So I picked it. I basically got it out of the way for us to watch it. And then you said, yeah, how much you disliked it. And that kind of got me going, oh, yeah, it it isn't the best, is it? It's a bit shit at times. There's some good bits. And really, I mean, there is some really good bits in it. I love the bit, I love, like, the last bit of the film from when... Indy kind of gets snapped out of his trance and starts saving the day, and then he goes and rescues the kids out of the mine. And then he's on the the train track yeah, and he's there's, on the bridge.
0: There's iconic moments. If, if somebody heard how much I disliked that film, and then they watched, like, uh, they went to YouTube and typed in best scenes, terrible, yeah. they'd be like, What is that idea you're talking about? This scene is great, that scene was great. I just, yeah. And it's number three for me on my is it, number five is list. Is it? Oh, I yeah, wonder what made four then. I just. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Uh, so it was just for me. It was just yeah. It was it was really my expectations were high because Raiders were so good. I knew that Temple wasn't going to be as good, mm. but I just didn't think it was going to denigrate, you know, degrade so much into just like a sort of silly children. Yeah, I mean, film, don't, I watch <laughs> yeah. okay, don't watch the Crystal Skull. I don't because you'll be even more... like <laughs>
1: I've put it on the list because it's a film we've watched this year. I don't I don't hate it, but I don't
0: I don't think it's Again, it's it's from a it's from a it's from a limited. List, it could have been. It? It's a film that could have been better. Do you know what I mean? For I me, mean, number four, um, basically because I don't really have any strong feelings about it, similar to the justification you give to Sicario, was the Hunt for Red October. Yeah, oh, I see that. It's just you know, it's just not my kind of yeah. film. I, I have nothing against it. It's just not my. Did, kind you, of enjoy film. Te- did you enjoy the? Did you enjoy the tension the, in it? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, but I think it's just the sort of film that. That you like and yeah. I don't. No, that's fine. You know, I, I, don't I mean, really I go felt, for it. Uh, I know, felt
1: like this list would literally it. be like, essentially, maybe one or two films that we genuinely don't like, and then three that yeah. we just were like,
0: yeah. I think I'm in that area. There's one that I genuinely detest. I know. <laughs> There's one that you know, but you know, we'll get we're to that. Get so to number that. three for you, what was number
1: three? Uh, Blue ruin. Blue ruin. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. So just. It's just, it, it's again, a bit nothing it, for me. Yeah, it does nothing for me. It's not that it's a bad film per se. I just, I don't know. I don't get all spunky over these indie films like you maybe do.
0: I was just yeah. like. And that, is, a, that has been the difference between us, hasn't it? It's you a know? revenge film where the guy's a bit incompetent. Well, that's it. So it's not, it's not taken. It's not like. Uh, he's not an ex CIA uh, no, sort, sort of thing, you know. He's just a guy who's less than average intelligence (laughs) or at least you know he's not street again it's not a bad film per se i don't think i i don't
1: think i i don't think i'll ever watch it again if that truth be told no fair enough i think i've seen it now and that's that was as much as i could i could handle
0: (laughs) so that's your number three four is that right? Number three. So number three, as we know, for me is Temple of Doom. What's your number? Two? Oh my! Oh, back to me.
1: Is it, yeah, you've said your say, haven't you? On Temple Doom. Uh, number two for me, and this is where we're getting into films that I genuinely probably don't like,
0: and you're going to upset
1: <laughs> with me here, I think.
0: Oh, the But the Rocks, Oh, is that number we'll one? We'll see, won't we? Number two for me
1: was Me, Earl and the Dying Girl.
0: Oh shit! Oh, that film's
1: just shit, isn't it?
0: Hugh, what is the matter? What's the matter with you? <laughs>
1: That, no film. it's not. It's genuinely not. The more I think about it, the more I don't like it. The more I think, the more it antagonizes me. The more it's just a, a bad film. Like it has all these pretensions to be a good film, but I don't really like the main character in it. He gets one redeeming feature at the end. And there's just too much in it that there's just too much in it that I don't like. And I I think I like Earl. I think Earl's really cool in it, but for a film yeah. that's called "Me, Earl and the Dying Girl," it's more "Me and the Dying Girl." I find, and, and Earl it's, it's 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 like it's a love story that doesn't have a love story ending. Obviously, there's lots of films where people fall in love and one of the lovers dies. You know, Romeo and Juliet, famous you know archetype, but
0: yeah, but they're not that. Are but they? they are at no point I are mean, they that. No, they're just like. But friends. that's the they're problem with it. They're not romantic friends. They
1: should have been. That's my problem with this film. Is he has his pl- but he has his platonic oh. friend in Earl. He has that relationship with somebody who is close to him and who calls him out on his bullshit. You know when he's like, you know, oh this is my co-worker. and he's like, no, no, we're friends. He just for some reason won't call me that. He has that guy. He, that Earl's that guy. What that what the relationship? And I know it's like it's a response basically to the fault in their stars, isn't it? It's like ooh the fault in the stars was so like. it's not a film I've seen, but I'm kind of aware of the premise. It's a film that basically goes, let's do an indie version of that and subvert your expectations and not have them be romantic with each other. And they are two characters that are clearly in love with each other and not in a platonic way, and you never get the fulfilment on that. And I think that's, especially for such a film, so sad as well. And they even play with you, don't they? When, I think there's a couple of times where they start making out and... um, and all that. And
0: and then it I, could I should mention by the way the book the book was written and came out only two months after Falling So, yes, Yeah, so like the
1: chances of them actually being a response <laughs> to each other then is very <laughs> unlikely. Um, mm. interesting that two films are dealing with the same subject or two books yeah. dealing with the same subject came out around the same time. And again, I've nothing like I don't like this film, but I, I don't I don't I don't have contempt. I have a little bit of contempt for it, actually. But I wouldn't, <laughs> like, I, I would recommend it maybe to some people. I think, I might say, oh, if you've seen Fault in the Stars, well, here's a film similar to it, but plays with your expectations a bit. And I like, I, you know, I like the fact that they do, like, is it a, Pack of Lips now or something like that. I think it's called. <laughs> you know those little yeah, movies, yeah. quirky movies. Little
0: parodies. They're sort of Sweden, Yeah,
1: and that makes the characters quite endearing. And you know, I like the the female lead in that. Whatever the characters call in that, she's, you know, she's, you know, she's a tragic figure, unfortunately. And a, you know, and her mum's quite tragic in it because of what's happening. But mm. I don't know. I Maybe I'm a hopeless romantic, Sam. Who knows? Maybe I wanted well, them to just be... get
0: to the point that we've often come to, which is that, generally speaking, when you don't like a film's ending, it's because it's not conventional enough. And when I don't like a film, it's because it's too conventional. So, like, the idea that they should, like, suddenly have a romance instead of a friendship... It's a very conventional way of ending that, and it's like he declares his love and they cry. I mean, and look, she th- she th- it's a be- it's, a, a, so it's like, <laughs> <She's> a better love story than Twilight. You know, <like> that, old, <laughs> yeah. that old chestnut. What a low bar. No, eyes. but but you know what I mean. Like that that, or, that 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 does seem to be the big difference between our,
1: what we want. Or from it's from. like a better love story than say that say Neo and Trinity having the Matrix. You know, because yeah, no one yeah. one buys well, that in the same
0: way that like hot, in the same way that like the bromance in Hot Fuzz is better than that, and they don't need to kiss at the end for you to like. You know, like, they don't need to be romantically... Because they're not romantically involved at all in this film. It would be such a crowbar thing. I don't think so, you see. I think it's... They just happen to be a male and a female. No, I don't think... I think it's... They, they just have, they've got, like, a, pad, a Pally-like punch Oh, yeah, the they're mates. And, don't you know, get, get me wrong. It.
1: And, like...
0: Yeah, so why can't they just be that? And why because that that's... Enough for you because here?
1: they're not just that, by the end of it... And, it's, and they talk about it and they show it, but then it's not real and they play with... You know, it plays with your... Yeah, look, it plays with your expectation and you either like it or you don't. I didn't like it. I didn't like the way yeah, it, it did that. I think it would have been... You know, she's... They're close enough that I think one of them would have done something at some point. That It's very rare that people don't act upon even latent feelings in those sort of life and death situations.
0: One of them's terminally ill.
1: That's the point. She's terminally ill. Like, she's not fucking curious. Mm. Just, I just don't buy it. She's too, she's too manic pixie girl. That she wouldn't want to bang him. Yeah, she would. On her deathbed. You're telling me she wouldn't want to get laid before she dies. She's dying from cancer. Well, I know what made me feel better.
0: (laughs) Christ. My number two, then. My number two. I definitely didn't hate this film at all. It was just, it was a comedy that I didn't laugh at. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. You know, if, we, if we'd have watched it 15 years ago... I You're think wrong, it would have but been fine, whatever. <laughs> if we'd have watched it when I was younger and or hadn't seen Austin Powers, yeah. it would have been much higher. I think... Up. But, you know, it's objectively it's hard to... I think to the problem... ...say that I liked it because I didn't laugh once and it's a
1: comedy. <laughs> I think the problem, yeah, is that me and, me and Juicy have seen it a few times now. So we... Yeah
0: first when you were really young and it was funny to you when you were really young. I mean, watch your class you? as really young. I think it was about 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah all right, all right. Yeah, young. Yeah, I'll let you yeah, off. So,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, so I think we. I think Juicy saw it when he was young, because it was him who showed it to me, and I, we thought it'd be right up your street. That's why we recommended it. We thought you'd really enjoy it, because I know that you like that kind of, you know, naked gun sort of um, Yeah. what's it called? Spoof
0: comedy. I think it was just I think it was either it's either the film or it's the fact that it's older, and I've seen more of those films, yeah. but everything was signposted. I think I mentioned at the time that maybe if it was just slightly more snappily edited to get to the punchline quicker, yeah. I'd have had less time to guess. You know, Sony's like, jammed the, uh, jam yeah, like jammed oh, the radio. Jammed. Oh, yeah, jam the radio. They've jammed the yeah, radar and this jam coming out of it. That's it. So, like, airplane catches you by surprise. Yeah. Or at least, again, I watched their Airplane first when I was, I don't know, 12 or 13 or something, so it caught me by surprise then. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, like I say, it's just, it's hard to put it any higher because it's comedy that didn't make me laugh yeah. once. And I totally get, I understand completely, it's just I didn't watch it. I, I think
1: me it. and Juicy found it funny because we've seen it, but then because we weren't laughing out loud in surprise at some of the jokes, then you weren't yeah, laughing true. and... We there were, wasn't an atmosphere of laughing. You, we right. were kind of hoping you would laugh, but you didn't really laugh. <laughs> and then when you said you didn't like it, we were a bit, we were a bit annoyed. But yeah, I mean, there are some funny. It's like, a I, I mean, it's the a thing with spaceballs is, I still, you know, me and Juicy to, to each other still make the joke. You know, comb the desert. <laughs> I think we're taking yeah. this too literally. We ain't found, we ain't found shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I you know when he's making coffee, I'll go. Oh, are you having a Mister Coffee and stuff like that? You yeah. know, it's little like Mister Radar, and he's an asshole, sir. <laughs> They're all assholes. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> little things like that. I wonder if if I wonder if I'd never seen Austin Powers. If instead of watching Spaceballs, watching we don't watch Austin Powers, if I would have had a similar opinion, I think I would have liked it still. Maybe it's definitely a film. I don't know. Maybe it was just. I don't, I don't know. know. Did
1: your Joe like it? He looks like he would have seen it. I
0: don't know, actually. I don't know. Actually. So no, he likes
1: that like... kind of spoof comedy as well.
0: But... Yeah, yeah, and it's possible. that Maybe he'd have seen it at a younger yeah. age. I... Who knows? Which I think is important. I mean, it's it's Let's probably. Ones, I mean, then. just
1: before we move on with from Spaceballs, One. it's probably not Mel Brooks's best spoof sort of comedy, is it? That's probably like hmm. Blazing Saddles of Young Frankenstein.
0: Well, that's it because I really liked Young Frankenstein. I've not seen it. I wonder if it's still funny. Um, but it just it read like as somebody making a spoof of sci-fi who doesn't love sci-fi. He's just making
1: a spoof for making a spoof.
0: I much prefer pop parodies made by people who like you know, Edgar Wright, yeah. uh, Shaun of the Dead, or something like that. He clearly loves those films. Who are
1: into the genre that they're talking about. Yeah, I can see. You know, yeah. Mel Brooks was very, he's very savvy when it comes to making money, I guess. You know, they're joking about all the yeah. merchandise and all that. That's that's good yeah. <laughs> fun. I think it's good. I think it's very funny. Um, it's a very particular kind of comedy. You know, I can't deny that. It's not... But him.
0: again, I love the kind of comedy. I just didn't. None of the jokes landed. I don't know if it's the way it's I mean, made or what. You know you know me. I, you know, we've loved lots yeah. of films like that, whether it's like Don't Be Administered South Central or Airplane yeah. or Naked Gun or Austin Powers. You can't be serious. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't make me laugh. But
1: that's yeah, That's fine. If you didn't pass the laughing test, then that's it. Um, I think we both so know number what our... one, I know for sure. I think certain. we, yeah. <laughs> we I know. Think we
0: both. They both saw recent yeah. films. <laughs> They've both <laughs> very been very films. recent so got films. Got tell us. It was only about two weeks ago. But yeah. Tell us why you didn't like the film.
1: Um, I just don't like this film. I think it's shit. <laughs> That's my critical opinion. Um, uh, it's it's like I said at the time. Um, it was like somebody half remembering the sixties. You know that old if you mm-hmm. if you were there, or if you can remember the sixties, you weren't there. And yeah, I really feel yeah, it with yeah. that film. Um, it's got some good bits, but it's even you said yourself, like. Um, like Marianne he wouldn't he wouldn't go back with her or he wouldn't like fall in love with her or whatever if she wasn't what she called Tallulah Riley I think
0: yeah (laughs) if she wasn't mad yeah if she wasn't like a 10 out of 10 basically
1: yeah I don't think he would have uh, gone back to her and it just it just offended
0: me (laughs) from being honest it's just a bad film um no, I'm fine with that because it's you know Richard Curtis. Um,
1: um, I think among, I described it's made so many things. Alone, I think I but. described the comedy as uh, I I equated I, uh, I it to rape. Do you know, <laughs> I said yeah. I said yes, I did and laugh I at times, but that's the same way that uh, a woman can uh, get wet even when she's being raped because it's a bodily reaction. Yeah, I
0: remember moving swiftly yeah. on during the episode, and I'm gonna yeah. Move I to just thought I'd just again. make that. Yeah. Never it's again in my dark
1: sense of humour.
0: And I understand that. And I and I think that like I think I mentioned during the episode that I'd got drunk enough to really enjoy the film. And I think I enjoy it sober anyway, but I'd just like have you ever have watched right it sober? Mouth, happy <laughs> drunk. Oh yeah, of course <laughs> I have yeah. Um and I have totally got a fondness too. for it, but I totally I, I totally understand your your criticisms. It's it's not it's not grungy. It's not as it's not a cool look at the sixties or something like that. But well, it's talks about kind drugs, of fun of it, you know, and sex, and but it's a, you know that's like I mentioned as well. Like we're going to watch about time at some point, and that's a kind of time travel film. But it's a Richard Curtis one, so it's it's really it's more of a bourgeois people who live in the home counties and. Uh, you know they vote Labour but they're quite rich kind of um, yeah exactly it's that you know it's that version of time travel just in the same way that this mm. is that version of the 60s yeah. and yeah I, I think that's fair if I, can, I can see yeah. I can see you distaste I mean as you yep, know <laughs> let's do your number one
1: so this this isn't going to come this does not come as a surprise to me um, no again very, recent, yeah, very recently yeah um, so yeah three weeks yeah back. let's get into this again <laughs>
0: It's anonymous. I mean, I've said everything I need to say, so I won't spend all, your time again, listener, saying why I didn't like Anonymous. Um, and it, it's almost like I need to watch it again to be sure that I actually hate the film rather than just building on the hatred of the last thing I said about it. So it's the uh, it's the film that purports to show the alternative his, the alternative view that maybe William Shakespeare didn't write Shakespeare, yeah, uh, and instead it was the Earl of Oxford. But then it, it's about two and a half hours long, and it gets into subplots about. Um, you know, Queen Elizabeth I. Well, really, the, the film's basically
1: and about and... incest, isn't it? That's the big, that's the big it, terrible yeah, thing. Like in the first
0: three minutes, it says, "Okay, let's just buy that Shakespeare didn't write it; it was instead of the Earl of Oxford. Mm-hmm. So let's tell the story of his entire life, the Earl yeah. of Oxford." And um, yeah, I, like I said, it, I think the phrase I used at the time was, "It's kind of spiritually constipated." <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, Royal did you America feel like you were being raped? <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. I, just I mean, like we improved everybody... it, didn't
1: we? When we, like, I said to you when we were doing it, <laughs> I like this film. I, I do, I do like that film. I'm not, I don't love it, but I'm, I'm bringing it up because I want to talk about the subject matter because I know you like Shakespeare. Yeah, that I was like 100%
0: your motivation. Sorry, that was 100% your motivation. Yeah, bringing it, up the film. It, it was not the merits of
1: no, the film. No, it wasn't was at it. all. And uh, I thought it'd be an interesting. We we discussed it. You know, the fact that you hated it so much ended up making the podcast about an hour longer
2: because <laughs> we were discussing
1: the merits of the film, which I suppose that's what we're supposed to do on this show, I guess. No, I'm not surprised, obviously.
0: <laughs> I I just, yeah, it was just just badly made, but with some really wonderful set designers and do you costume have, designers um, and... Do you have any, like,
1: worst scenes, worst lines, sort of territory, you know, the antithesis of what we usually do? from all the films or from Anonymous from, all the, from any of the films even like good films that you're like oh that just really hurt. I mean this is I've, I've kind of you know sideswipe you this I don't really have anything I can think of the top of my head I was just thinking in Anonymous when he goes um, when he goes well I can't do it because I'm the f- I'm the 17th Earl of Oxford, the Viscount of, blah blah blah, and then he just goes etc etcetera et cetera. <laughs>
0: and he's like, what? Why would you say etc? Is is that a well, place? That was another thing about that film was just, oh, rich people can do it, but poor people can't. Yeah, um, yeah. No, nothing that springs to mind uh, right now about the 46 films, but I'm sure. Uh, I mean, Return of the Jedi. It was in the it was in the scene where they're all dancing at uh, Jabba's um, party palace thing that I realised oh it's a silly set of films that I'm supposed Uh, to enjoy so that was kind of like a bad thing that made the film better (laughs) for me Uh, oh Temple of Doom every scene that the young what's the young lads oh uh, Short Round sidekick was in yeah he's all his his racial stereotyping and oh in fact the scene that I think you said was your favourite scene (laughs) um, where (laughs) Indy and what's the lady called when they're doing the, like, will they want to have sex kind of thing because I just was just just thinking she's awful and uh, don't end up together because you're totally wrong for each other and she's awful. <laughs> yeah. You know, other than the fact that she's... They make a joke about I
1: think either in the third or the fourth one when they ask about her, well, that what happened to Wilhelmina? And she's like, oh, she married some famous director. Yeah. <laughs> They make, yeah, that, well, exactly, they make a silly joke a about letter. it yeah. no she is but
0: the point is that that character is also the sort who would do that rather than marry a rugged like interesting yeah, archaeologist, yeah. Like, in the, you know. I think there's, there's I that
1: whole that. <laughs> there's that whole thing isn't there in that film that like in the first one I can't remember the actor the character's name but the female lead in that she's very she's a bit like Indy you know she's she lives in Nepal mm-hmm. runs a yeah. bar she's rough yeah, and yeah. ready hard, yeah though. she's smart because she's the daughter of a smart like is it Marion? S- let's say yes <laughs> think about <laughs> um she's actually in the fourth one actually she's she comes back but um yeah and then you are like oh you can see why those two would make a good match and then you watch this like what is the trope about having annoying I, they don't do it as much now but there was a time wasn't there in like action films or just
0: where yeah. they'd have an annoying woman being yeah it's the point of most conflict I suppose isn't it because if she's tough yeah. there's less conflict there's you know you don't have to hold their yeah. hand to it yeah annoying shallow shrill socialite shrill um, yeah. vain, really annoying really vain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll never get their nails you know she's like oh I'm stuff. not
1: eating that and it's like it's literally more than these people eat in like months <laughs> just eat the <laughs> fucking food
0: <laughs> yeah yeah horrible so she was the least she was the main problem, probably that's yeah um, she yeah I can't, yeah.
1: I can't think of anything off the top of my head. There's probably a few lines in the boat that rocked. That probably, I think there's bits in that where like, is it thick? What's that character called? Thick somewhere or other?
0: Oh, thick. Yeah, Kevin thick. Kevin, or and he's like, yeah. I think
1: this is the perfect place for a young man like you to to meet his father. And it's like Kevin <laughs> kind of realizes that he's come.
0: He's, well, a little bit of booze kind of makes him... Yeah,
1: he's, he's figured out like the real him. reason that the main character's there. And then... But then he ruins it by going, I don't think I should be called Thick Kevin at all. And it's like... <laughs> he's a bit too much of a character. Yeah, still. well, there's a lot of that twat. Oh, God. Just punch me <laughs> in the face now.
0: <sighs> but again, it's those things, these films that you don't like, over time you hate them more and more, it grows. Yeah.
1: Right, Sam... Would you like to have a quiz now, or do you want a break and then come back for a
0: quiz? Let's go for a little quiz. Uh, Let's go for a little (laughs) break. (laughs) That's why we need a break, because my brain's confusing the word break and quiz. Let's go for a little break for our listeners' sake, Um, and we'll come back with uh, ten questions. So so this is going to be a bumper quiz episode, listener. Should have mentioned that. Nah, fucking long episode. But you saw that. You, we all know that going in. And to be honest, it's our and show. And it's, it's, it's
1: the Christmas New Year period. Have you got anything better to be doing <laughs> than listening exactly. to amazing no, podcasts by me and Sam? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got. Yeah, Although I mean, a partners on the other stuff, side, yeah, so they're yeah. like, "Come on, get through this. I want to, watch. I want to, la- I want to actually laugh." <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> know, Belinda's at a Christmas gangbang or something. I don't fucking know. Blinking. All I don't know over she's, she's, she's I she needs that. to get an okay. ice tested, doesn't she? <laughs> i probably and probably, probably like uh, an STI test while she's there. <laughs> you know.
0: She needs to get thoroughly tested yeah. and get some penetration. <laughs> right, listener, uh, we're going to go for a break and come back for a quiz. Join us after the break. Hello and welcome back to. Please watch this. We're ready for the quiz. It's a bumper quiz. It's ten questions each. each. I think we'll try and do this nice and speedily. Um, Do you want to... We've tried to cover...
1: I was going to say, do you want to do it five questions? I'll do five, you do five, then the other person does the last five. Or do you want to to have a go at ten all in a row, and then I'll do ten all in a row?
0: I think five, 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 five sounds... Five it is, then. Right. Do you want to go first, or shall I I go first? Nah, give us your first five. You want
1: to go first, then. Okay. Question one. So you have answered these questions before. Just so you know. Yes, so, I'm intrigued. So, I don't think I'm going to so we'll well, remember very because are going
0: to be very specific.
1: And some yeah. of them from nearly a year ago as well, in all fairness. <laughs> um, question one. So this is from Aliens. What was the name of the ship that Riley was on... Riley? What was the name of the ship that Ripley <laughs> was on when she was found in outer space?
0: Um, is it the one place. that was the name of the person, like the name of the company? That's
1: for you to. That's for or you to it? tell me, Sam.
0: It was about a year ago, <laughs> <laughs> so I seem to remember that it was like um, a double barrel surname, or is that? The that's the name of the name company. Of the company.
1: That that's the all right. I'll tell. You, so we don't drag this out forever. It's not the name of the ship. So it's. So,
0: uh, so I don't know. the Explorer. So you're thinking
1: of the Whalen Utani comp- Corporation, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And it's not. I am. No, this is a bit of a. It is in this film, but only for a minute or two. It's a bit of a bluff, even if it's a minute. Uh, It's more related to the first one. It's the Nostromo. It's the name of the the ship from the first one. I thought you might remember.
0: If I had more time, I might have got Yeah, I might have.
1: But you didn't. (laughs) Okay, so question two. In um, Snowpiercer, what is the name of the drug that all the people are addicted to? The one that looks like... um, they look a bit like um, those things. that... Is
0: is that where is that the big? Yeah, wreck? it's like oh, the stuff oh, that oh. people put in urinals. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do you want me to give answer? you the first letter?
1: To see if that might help. It begins cool.
0: with a C. Nope. It's no. Nothing. It's, it's triggered Trigger nothing. nothing.
1: It's called Cronal. Do you remember that? Cronal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i was worried this might like i say the
0: quiz questions they're written to be difficult for somebody who's just seen Mm. the film so Mm. this might be a challenge
1: okay christ this this really (laughs) is going to struggle then um question three in boys in the hood what furious styles is three rules for life
0: Oh, um, I might get some vague... Yeah, I might give you points um,
1: just because, you know, I might give you points for just getting there <laughs> thereabouts. Something. I don't need it verbatim.
0: Yeah. Um, I seem to remember something about kind of borrowing, never owe somebody things, or always pay back what you owe them. Is there anything in that kind of area?
1: Um...
0: No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, You'll yeah. know them if no, I t- they're if all I... there on the tip. The of thing my is, rim, with these, you I will, will, you will yeah. know them as soon I tell you. If, you. if you gave me ten options, I would definitely pick the three. Yeah, ones, but I should have uh, maybe no, done nice. that.
1: Maybe, maybe we should have made this a, <laughs> a uh, multiple choice question. Rather than just, <laughs> can you remember? Yeah, because I could have done that. Maybe not for this, maybe <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have had this question because it's a bit long, but uh, definitely if I was like, oh, what's the nib? I'm
0: going to put a bit more wear in, like I did and made some that you could answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, my fault you don't remember. <laughs>
1: um, I might not be able to answer your question. We don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we will see. Um, do you want to have another crack? Just <laughs> No, I Are you going to give go this up as a bad job. ف- <laughs> All right. Uh, no, you'll know it, like I said, as <laughs> soon as you hear it. So it's number one was always look a person in the eye. Do that, they will respect you better. Uh, never be afraid to ask for anything. Uh, stealing isn't necessary. And to never respect anybody who doesn't respect you back.
0: I think the middle one was kind of what I was yeah, thinking Yeah, I was thought that, yeah. In the in the right ballpark, you know. Yeah,
1: okay. You might get this one because I've, <laughs> I've actually mentioned it. Uh, in Lawrence of Arabia, what is the
0: name of the port that they capture? Yeah, you did. Um, hold on, it's... Uh not a carbo it's like it's something like carbo no uh, does begin with an
1: a Akaba. yeah Woo! yes you got a question yes. right thank Get fuck for that. <laughs> Right. well that's. oh no we've got one more uh question five uh in spider-man into the spider verse what color does spider-man noir think the uh think the the rubik's cube squares are what does he think? It is. Well done. Nice. You remembered. Nice.
0: I, I didn't nice. remember that, if I'm being honest. I don't know why that stuck out. I don't know why that stuck Yeah, out. I love how he's like, I, I
1: don't know what this is, but I'm intrigued by it.
0: <laughs> or something <laughs> along those lines,
1: yeah. So Great. you've got, you got two right there. Two
0: out of five? Yeah. I'm, I'm so you might that. do better in I'm the second half. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. So I'm hoping you do better than that in this one, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. So, question one, Butch and Sundance. Yep. What's the name of the gang that Butch and Sundance lead? They start a gang and they call it something. Oh, Christ, I have no idea.
1: Um... Oh, it's the name of the place, isn't it? It's like the... No. Oh, is it not? I thought it was like the two two mountains gang or something like that
0: <laughs> the, the hole in the wall yeah room. that's it's a place that's oh, a place yeah. yeah that yeah I could have <laughs> I'd have never I mean um, I
1: remember now that you mentioned it but I would have I could, could have been here a whole month
0: <laughs> now here's one that might have stuck with you or might not so in Blue Ruin oh God. at one point the main character Dwight goes to an old friend for guns and yeah. advice yeah yeah guy. Um, Shooting now he's shoot played some. by Devin Ratray yeah he's played by Devin Ratray. can you remember where we've seen that actor before in a Christmas classic film there's a Christmas classic from the early 90s the guy who plays him Devin Ratray, he's like the grown up version of hey, is this a film that we've classic. watched not for the show but oh, you'll have seen it a million head. times it was it was something that came up at the time it's like oh my gosh that's so and so from that film
1: uh is it um Jingle All The Way
0: no, a bigger film than that. A Proper bigger classic, fr- Christmas um, classic. A miracle. A bigger Christmas classic. Than well, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll just go through some Christmas movies. Um, I'll give you a clue. Um, the other day, I went to a drive-in showing of Home Alone. Is he in Home Alone? <laughs> he's
1: in Home alone. I mean, yes, that's, we that's, you that you kind of it. ruined that there. <laughs> right, he's in Home Alone. Brilliant. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. He's Buzz. He's Buzz. Buzzing,
0: brilliant. Yeah, anyway, uh, question three: Which film? So we've done, other than Princess Bride, we've done one other film that was written by William Goldman and directed by Rob Reiner. What's the film that we did this year? I'm sure, that's so was written by Goldman, directed by in the Sundance Kid, isn't it? That was written by William Goldman, but not directed oh. by Rob Reiner. Oh no! I know this. You know this. I do. I'm... Adapted from a novel. Adapted oh, could from a novel. Fucking anything that <laughs> of somebody who's got a lot of films made on their novels. Oh, it's misery. 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 Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, I mean, that pretty yeah, much Neil gave me away, way, didn't it? But, but I did a little bit. Uh, yeah. So this one's me and Earl and the Dying Girl. <laughs> I love um, how you're picking all the films that I didn't like. <laughs> all your favourite Name remember. at least two films that they made, of which they made parodies.
1: So they did a box lips now or something like that. I think it was called. Is that what it was <laughs> yep. called?
0: Uh, box of oh, a box of tulips. That's oh, box of lips, but lips was shot Yeah, for that was yeah. it.
1: Yeah, and they had a box of
0: tulips. I knew there was. I
1: knew it wasn't like those can, you know, those sweet candy lips, the rubbery, yeah, no, no, ch- jellyy tulips, yeah. ones. Um, and oh, they did loads.
0: They did loads. They
1: didn't they do one of the um. Werner Herzog. Did he do one of the Werner Herzog films? He's watching it. Is he watching the Werner Herzog film? Is that it? all he's watching? What did
0: he... He's watching a documentary. Oh, what other so films are he do? So there's, there's 35 in total. Is there? And I can't even remember two. Yeah. I reckon if you just name a film that's I'm really, sure they like, did The classic. Shining. It's probably I'm sure otherwise. they did The Shining. They didn't they do The did Shining. They didn't do The Shining. <laughs> They've about two or three other Kubrick films.
1: Um, <laughs> did they do
0: 2001
1: A Space Odyssey?
0: Uh then will I run down this list? Uh, no, they did not. Um,
1: no. <laughs> I don't know, Sam. I'm not going to labour the point. <laughs> I know there was a lot. They, I, I, quite can't a lot. Like, I just can't think off the top of my head what films they did.
0: They do like, <laughs> Back to the Future. Here's one that stood out as quite funny. Uh, so instead of peeping Tom they did pooping Tom I quite like that <laughs> um, instead of Rosemary's Baby they did Rosemary Baby <laughs> Yeah. Scarface became Scabface yeah. uh, the third man became the turd man so it's, it's really very scatological sort of <laughs> <level>. <laughs> very scatological eyes wide shut eyes wide butt <laughs> it's just terrible <laughs> <laughs> Crouching tiger, hidden dragon, crouching house cat, hidden house cat. <laughs> there's quite a lot of yeah, That
1: is funny. I'm not going to pretend like it's not. Yeah, it was good. There's some good bits <laughs> in it. It's just, I just don't like the main plot. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We've, we've yeah. had
0: our disagreement about that. Identify the film from this. What questions from, is this question four question five? I'm not sure. Question five. Dear mum, I'm not coming home. Yorkshire is lovely not like we at all they can smile and they do sell my pasta sauce the caravan bed is quite short but Chris is a sensitive lover hope you can be happy for me love to you yeah, it's yes that film is film good
1: is. Yeah, there's fact. a few films that we did that didn't make either the good or the naughty list didn't they mm-hmm. um, sightseers yeah, was and in you, there. and
0: you go oh it seems a shame to leave yeah. it out but yeah really good so I'd say you got two and a half there two and a half I'll give you that all right, give us your question. Number question six. number six. Um, a film you liked. <laughs> what
1: city did Captain Ramius in The Hunt for Red October grow up in? Where's he from?
0: Oh, I know. That's yeah, because I, I I ch- I've
1: changed the wording a bit because originally it was like, where was he from? And you were like, Russia?
0: <laughs> oh, um, well, was it Lithuania? He is.
1: He's Lithuanian. Oh, yes. He is well done, yeah. Well remembered.
0: Hey. Yeah, yeah, that well. He went fishing, didn't he? He used to go fishing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he's like, this is the war with no, no battles and no monuments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from Lithuania. <laughs> can't you tell by my accent? <laughs> uh, in boyhood, oh yeah, because I thought you'd be struggling by this point because of how choose some of the questions are in boyhood what subject uh, does his mum end up teaching the lowest I mean the fruits the fruits so low here it's not on the ground it's like it's in your your cupboard already it's it's at home you've eaten it you've
0: already eaten it yep It's one of those, but she's she's one of those teachers
1: that teaches for 10 <laughs> Yeah. In <the> film. Okay, <laughs> next lesson. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do, and you'll
0: read chapters twenty five to thirty five.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what we're going to do, and then we're going to end the lesson. And then when you come back next week, you won't remember what I said at the end of this lesson.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why would you? Uh, Terrible, great film.
1: In Training Day, what drug is laced into the into the into the joint into the weed that? Uh, Basically, the main character gets forced to smoke by. Is it PCP? It is PCP, well done. Yeah, it's a good scene, isn't it? Very good scene. That that Alonzo makes him smoke, in it? Basically, where he puts a gun to his head. (laughs) And then he's like, You made your own choice. He put a gun
0: to his head. Yeah, nobody put a gun to your (laughs) head.
1: Question nine. See how much of this you remember. I don't think. I think you got this wrong last time. Let's see if you can get it right this time. What is the name of the pit that Luke and Co are going to be thrown into in Return of the Jedi? <laughs> Sal. Oh, he's pit remembered. Too. Yeah, it's the Salak pit. And then finally, question ten: Who wrote the poem on the wall in the prison cell in the wind that shakes the barley?
0: Um, Robbie Burns. <laughs> I don't know uh, who wrote the poem. I don't know. Oh, is it Yeats or Keats? One of, one of Yates. those romantic-y WB ones. Yates. Byron. Shelley. Shelley. No,
1: I just if it what I mean saying Shelley, Shelley, and then repeating it without me confirming it.
0: Shelley, I was so okay, <laughs> Who was it?
1: Uh, it's William Blake. Blake. In,
0: the only one I in mention. the garden
1: of love, or the garden of love—that poem's called. That's when. Uh, Tommy Shelby and uh, Davos Seaworthy uh, talk about <laughs> talk about socialism. Yeah. yeah. Good it film. is. Yeah, I, I noticed it wasn't gonna get a because I didn't think it'd be in your top ten. It wasn't in my top ten. Just depressing. <laughs> it's pretty depressing, isn't it? So you know, sad film in the past. <laughs> yeah. Um right, well that's all of them. So that's all ten, okay. How are they that? You got four yeah. out of five. So, you got four,
0: I, like, six out of five, ten. six. Yeah, six out of ten. Six. That's pretty. Good. I'm quite happy with that, considering I, got, yeah. I basically didn't get the right first yeah, four. Yeah, you, you came strong the second uh, half, didn't you? I, one okay, of them Chris, was so like two and a half out of five. Possibly easy for you, though. I must admit. Yeah, you're a purple. You, and you got Akaba. Sarlacc. Yeah, Sarlacc, I'm
1: surprised you got that.
0: Because you didn't get it at the time. (laughs) I think about it often. Um, Question six then (laughs) for you. In Us, what do they call the Others? Like their mirrored versions? Nips. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, they're not called nips. The Tethered? The Tethered, well done. Ding, ding, ding. In Primer, I want you to finish this quote. I think me and you decided it was our favourite line of the film. I'm not looking at my notes. Are you hungry? He uh, says, are you hungry? I haven't eaten since blank
1: Oh, it's either like I haven't eaten since tomorrow uh,
0: or, the, or this afternoon I haven't eaten since this afternoon Very good, yeah, I haven't seen, eaten since this yeah. afternoon, good, I'll, thank give you. The, I'll give you <laughs> thank the thank point you, thank you. Question 8 is about the Big Lebowski Why does the dude love his rug so much? Oh, I can't remember oh, I don't know So It's one of the most quoted lines of the film. (laughs) Everyone's always saying it to him after they've stolen the rug. Oh, that's a shame. No. Drawing a blank. Oh. It really tied the whole room together. Oh of course. (laughs) Tied the room together. Question nine is about upgrade. What is the name of the implant that Grey is given in upgrade? Cortana. What's the name of the AI system he's got? Oh, I've no idea. Um, Steve. (laughs) Oh, the first three letters are correct. It's STEM. (laughs) Yeah, of course it is. That's such lazy writing when I think about it. (laughs) And question ten, who directed Good Time? The Safti Brothers. Safety Brothers, very good. So, overall, you got three out of five there. Overall, you got five and a half out of uh, ten. That's not bad at all. So, so we're pretty much level there. So, that was 2020. Hugh, what are our plans for 2021? Do you have any personal podcasting goals? Get more people like, to listen to this podcast. And... Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's, a, the, uh, that's always uh, the main given.
1: goal with stuff like that. Um...
0: In terms of the films that you know you haven't seen, what are the ones that you're most excited about? Ooh. You know, What would you really like to cover? Rich? I don't know, I'd have to look at my Z-list. The uh, are there films that you just know that you haven't seen that you really can't wait to see? Uh, I'm
1: just having a look at my list here. Oh, I'm still looking forward to watching The Master, because um, yes. I've...
0: See, I'm not looking forward to you watching that, but I'm looking forward to watching it again.
1: Well, I've seen Phantom Thread and just... you haven't, so that's. So I'm interested yeah, to see where we come on BBC tomorrow, we mesh... Um Yeah. I'm just looking here. Punch drum clove, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh what else? This is Spinal Tap. Yeah. Um
0: What else is on here? Obviously the listeners not privy to this list. Um we do have a list we started right yeah. at the beginning. There are some films that have been on there right from the first time we started talking about it. In the Magnolia Big was one that we added very the early sick. on. Big sick, that looks yeah. quite interesting.
1: Big sick was very Glenn good. Glengarry Glenn Ross. Still not seen that. Yeah. Um, Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. That's Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, it's called. Big Trouble in Little China. I thought yeah, it was yeah. Little Chinatown. Um, yeah, there's a few others. I'm not going to give away everything that we're going to look at in the next 12 months. But
0: yeah, we. So lots of Paul Thomas Anderson to look for. Yeah,
1: to. I mean it's interesting because Three we've predominantly done the majority of the films that we kind of set out to do originally so yeah. this might be the shit sequel <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll see this is going to be where it's just for us really it's not not trying to chase the uh, the, the listens because it's been to no avail um, <laughs> so yeah uh, I think for me I think this year I ought to get around to watching the long depressing films that I've been well, putting off Like yeah Shimmer's we're definitely to going to do that around Holocaust <laughs> Memorial Day uh, mm-hmm.
1: Gandhi I kind of want. I want you to watch it over the Christmas period, so we can do that at some point soon. Because um, it's so festive, it's, it's a good film, and you, it's, you, it's just because you'll have the time to watch it because it's a long film, and you'll be able to. Yeah. You might even, even if you have to watch it in two sittings, you'll be able to get it watched. Um, yeah, for you, it's going to be more of a tougher tougher to get you to watch new films because. You've seen a lot of the ones I might recommend. We've got through a lot of the old '80s. You may, might, you know, own should have probably seen classics. You know, we've done Aliens, yeah. Predator, uh, the Star Wars oh, yeah. films. Uh, two or three of them are set in the '80s. There's,
0: there's going to be some. There's uh, this is the thing, and, and every now and then I'll I'll see a film on Netflix or Prime uh, on the recommended lists and think, oh, I actually have never seen that. And I haven't thought to add it to the list, so I'm just gonna we're just gonna keep adding to the list, listener. If there's any films, maybe uh, lesser known films that you love, or films that you know you ought to have seen by now but you haven't, do get in touch with us. It'd be great to hear where people's uh, sort of gaps mm. are in their viewing history. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I'd like to kind of maybe mess around with the formula a bit, even if it's just bonus episodes as opposed to messing with the overall structure, because I think we've got a good format. But yeah, just just play around, have a few bonus episodes, more guests, uh, see if we can get a, a wider range of guests as well, and get some returning guests, yep. um, some of our old favorites. Yeah. so it's I'm looking forward to 2022. So it's good to get. It's going to be not 2022. It's good to get
1: new voices on the pod, isn't it? And see what they think of the films that we recommend, and you know what they like about stuff. Because you know it can become a bit of a an echo chamber, maybe with me and you, can't it? But anyway, Sam. Yeah, it certainly can. I think that's enough talking to them. I think you need to ask
0: me a question about how to get into it. People can get in touch with us. I think you've asked it yourself. You, how can they get in touch with us if they don't want to what tell us? What they need all to do things? is they need
1: to start their own podcast, and then they need to do oh. an episode where they do a top, say ten of that
0: year. Uh, so they need to do a year's worth of podcasting. basically,
1: yeah. So so next year when they want to get in touch with us and tell us about uh, the film that we're doing that week, so they need to plan plan ahead. You know, get ready. Yeah. Uh, and then
0: put a bit of effort thing.
1: Yeah, and then with the laptop that they're using or the computer that they're using to make this their wonderful podcast, uh, they can email us from their email account and they can email us to at at gmail.com. But Sam, if they want to save themselves the trouble and they just want to use their phone or something, how can they do that?
0: Bloody millennials. Bloody millennials. Uh, they can <laughs> they can get in touch with us on Twitter at pleasewatchpod.com. I occasionally check Instagram and Facebook as well, but please watch Pod on Twitter is the place to be.
1: Right. Well, we're going to keep some suspense. We're not going to tell them what film we're doing next, are we? That can be be theirs to look forward to in the new year.
0: Uh, Our uh, little uh, treat, your little surprise. Yep.
1: So, yeah, so all this to say is, uh, yeah, see you later and happy new year.
0: Love you guys. Uh, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and I hope you have a lovely, happy yeah. new year. Or if it's in the future, I hope it's really nice. Yeah, there. and also thank God 2020's finished and
1: we can look forward to 2021.
0: Where nothing bad will Probably ever happen. Probably globally again. the <laughs> worst year
1: on in my living memory, <laughs> to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, but. Well, we'll see. We'll see what 2021 has to hold. So, listener, take care. We'll talk at you yeah. Love you. See you next time. Bye bye.